Now batting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Tuesday, Albuquerque. When did, hey, during November, during Thanksgiving, do you get to say Albuquerque? You can does, say it whenever you want. Does anyone say Albuquerque? I think they do. <laughs> yes. The Albuquerque is a, a year-round sandwich here. It's not just for Thanksgiving. What is that? It's uh, turkey and green chili and cheese. It's the Albuquerque. Man, you took me out with the green chili. I'm sorry, man. Okay, Robert, do me a favor. <laughs> yeah. Go to – I'm going to send you a link. Okay. No, just go to YouTube. This will be super easy pulled up. Okay. There is an Albuquerque Thanksgiving song that, al- that allegedly kids sing – here in in uh, New Mexico, none of this is true. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. Nope. And I don't want to play it off False. my. So I I have the uh, I have the nicest MacBook that you can have with cool Bose speakers. I assume I have no idea. They have Bose speakers. I have no idea. You're making this up. But I don't want to play it through my microphone onto the thing because that's that's bad production. Yeah, we could do so, better. We're better uh, than that. Are you talking about this yeah. one with the little girl? I don't know. It's got like it's got like a turkey on it. Um, it's from the learning station. I don't know what this is. I'm just, I'm sending it to your work email. So okay. You, I see it. Okay. So yeah, pull that up. Let's get this weird thing going. <laughs> so I'm now for the rest of the month, the rest of November for the rest of no shave November, which by the way, Robert, you look like crap. Ouch. What? You're no shave. What do you mean? It looks terrible. <laughs> this is my regular face. <laughs> It's going to look like this for the rest of the month. That's very hurtful what you're doing now, Fred. I, gr- I, gr- I know what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't grow any hair. When's the last time you put like a straight razor to your face? I was 17 in the military. Oh, my. And? Oh, did you get brother bumps? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. no, those are the worst. And, I, and you could see it's my skin was still messed up from that. That's the only time I ever did it. Oh. Yeah. So it, it just, I never asked this question before. Yeah. It, it just stays like that? Like your facial yeah. hair pattern? Yeah. That's just it? That's You do it once, and if you, my skin is very sensitive, did it once, and it causes like ingrown hairs, that's it. You out of there. How so, would, so now what you're left with, it just stays like that. It just stays. It's like when you're a kid and you make a weird face and someone smacks you in the back. Stuck. Stuck. Stuck like that forever. <laughs> it's, it's what Don't I, make that face. It's going to be stuck like that forever. Albuquerque. Albuquerque. He's my Albuquerque turkey, and I'm awfully proud of that. Why does this have 1.9 million views? Dog, because this is a very popular thing I just found minutes ago. I've never heard of this. I've never heard of this either. I found it as the show started. It's not even like I found it, prepared this bit. But when I said Albuquerque, it sounded like Albuquerque. Okay. That's the whole muse of this. Oh, the listener can tell right now. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, they could tell this is not scripted. That is for sure. They think this is just stuffing? Ah, filling. I love it. Filling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Both trash. Mm-hmm. Not so bad, though, I mean, as far as trash goes. You guys know I go to Las Vegas, New Mexico, a lot for New Mexico Highland stuff. Mm-hmm. 
They have this restaurant in town where you can get a Thanksgiving burrito. Have I talked to you about this? What? Unpaid endorsement. It's called the skillet. So you go there. It's a uh, like a tortilla, like you get at Golden Pride. Okay. And then inside of it, turkey, stuffing, mashed potatoes, gravy, um, like like corn. Like, and this is year-round? No, only during November's. Oh, okay. And also, it's like $3 more expensive than it was last year because of inflation, but I don't care. Or is there a cranberry shortage? There's cranberries in it. Okay. It's delish. You can miss, you can miss me. Nah, I'm go, with go it. ahead and miss me with that. I'm with it. What are you talking? Hey, we're <laughs> we're going it. up this weekend. You want one, Robert? Let's get it. Let's get one. It's gonna be so good. We're live in Las Vegas this weekend. Set up a little mobile studio. We got a big basketball tournament going on. The Lone Star Armac crossover. We're gonna be out there enjoying that, bringing the action to everyone who's interested in collegiate basketball. Also, collegiate basketball. Get it because it's basketball. It's a crossover. I like what you did there. This just hit you. It seemed like it. I, no, no, no. I, 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 you sounded like you had I a to, think bubble over your head. I wanted to make sure that the listeners oh, got it. Oh, okay. Because I'm a man of the people. You're not a man of the people, but you are a man who's a fan of Allen Iverson, and that's why you got this. Well, Tim Hardaway, more likely. So, Are you being serious? Yeah. If you had to pick between point guards of that area, you would go with Tim Hardaway Sr. as opposed to Allen Iverson? Well, Tim Hardaway, he perfected the crossover, and then Allen Iverson took it to the upper echelon that's perfecting i think tim hardaway was known for the <laughs> in, in my generation okay. of basketball okay see that's the where crossover the, yeah. is tim hardaway that's that's where the difference is because they they weren't in the same generation correct no they were adjacent no adjacent no tim hardaway was first tim hardaway played in what late 90s or i mean late 90s early 90s late 80s Run TMC? No. Senior? Yeah. No, he was around. He played. Yeah, Tim, but Tim Hardaway you're talking about early 90s. Early 90s. Early super 90s. early 90s. Yeah. I think you guys are. We're not talking about Miami Heat. When the Warriors were still garbage. Guys, I don't think you're correct. Uh-oh. So he was drafted in 89, See, which, which already eliminates your 80s thing. I said late 80s, And he retired in 03. Iverson whoa, whoa, whoa. was in the league for five whoa. years. Whoa, 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 whoa. But Tim Hardaway wasn't Tim Hardaway for those five years. I'm talking about Golden State Warrior Tim Hardaway, not Miami Heat Hardaway. Miami Heat, There's Tim Hardaway slapped. Nah, not like, not like in the Warriors uniform. <laughs> nah. Tim Hardaway joined. Tim Hardaway was known for his crossover. Guys, Tim Hardaway joined the Heat in 96. Iverson was drafted in 96. Yep. And then Tim Hardaway played for eight years alongside Allen Iverson in the league. This counts as the same era. So those five years of earth-shattering crossovers. Before Iverson was a rookie, those don't count. It's actually those those don't count. It's actually seven years, because eighty nine yeah. through ninety six would be seven years. Seven of of look, I don't do basketball math. Okay, let me look at his numbers. It's a crossover. Yeah, see how many crossovers per year? Tim Hardaway and Allen Iverson had. Yeah, see his ninety six on down was was the downfall, bro. Also, I don't know if you know this. But in 2000... Forget it. Give me Isaiah Ryder. 
<laughs> We're doing cross. <laughs> you don't even call him J- Jr. You called him Isaiah. Well, I'm calling by his Christian's name. His mama gave him that it's name. God given. Oh, yeah. Call him what his mama called. Him. Yeah. Well, today's a voting Tuesday, so you went with the legal name. Hey, correct. Well, yeah, there I we like go. That, that was yeah. a nice one. You boys, yeah. you boys vote today? Of course. I, I didn't never vote. Miss I didn't it. vote today. I vote earlier. Oh, tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. Is that something else that I'm never going to say on there? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's now pretty a, much. It's a new thing we just created pretty right now. Pretty much. Uh, no, because I've had bad experiences voting on actual vote days here in Albuquerque. Because your community uh, that you live in is underserved? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the precincts that they force you to go to. Yeah. The only good one that I had <laughs> was over by Taylor Ranch. Oh, see, there you go. Lyndon. Lyndon Johnson, I believe it's elementary. Oh, that's the best voting experience I've had in Albuquerque. See, everywhere you, else, nope. If you vote next to anywhere with ranch in the name, yeah, you're in it's, there. You're gonna have a good experience. You're in there, I think. Ranch water. Yeah, ranch water. <laughs> they hand out ranch waters. I'm in. <laughs> I was down in uh, Las Cruces yesterday. How was Howie's yesterday? That's cool. Killed it. Yeah, real good. A lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah. Who was the game last night? Who was Monday Night Football? Uh, friends of the show. JDB and Billy showed up. A so good, shout out a couple good dudes, really. Shout out to the boy. We got loose. We got very loose okay. in a very short amount of time. I had a lot of upset friends of the show. Give me a reason. Because I had to leave after the broadcast. What was your problem? Uh Daddy Duty. Yeah, Daddy Duty. Daddy Duty. Okay. I had duty. And uh Yeah, I got a lot of cussing out. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Where are you at? Because Howie's has become a staple. <laughs> yeah. That's a staple now. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And we yeah. have to continue it being a staple so that as soon as football ends, we can start our Monday Night Raw Manatee Wrestling League. Hey. I'm even more excited for that, and I don't even like wrestling. You like Mantisee? I do like dressing up. <laughs> <laughs> Bam Bam Bigelow called it. You can't. <laughs> Dang it, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Joining us in about 10 minutes, Nate Davis, who's the quarterback of the Duke City Gladiators, we're going to talk to he about the team, the upcoming season. Also, he's got some cool stuff going on in the community with the local youth teams. We'll talk to him about that. That's going to be a lot of fun. We'll also do a little quarterback carousel stuff because um, what's our cat's name in Indianapolis? Ellinger. Oh, yes. He's, he's terrible. There is a, there is he's a, very bad. There is a league, I'm gonna, and we're going to run this one on the ground today. I'm going to rank every quarterback. Hey, on the Fred Slow list. Wait, can you start at a negative? Yes. Okay, as long as the integer is it, a negative, we're good. Whatever unit of measurement you use to yeah. identify success or failure, you can apply that to this list. Gotcha. You think Sam Ellinger's bad now? Give his new coach and new offensive coordinator <laughs> a chance. Because there's a guy who just got the gig. We talked a little about it yesterday. Yeah. One uh, Jeffrey Saturday. What? Yeah. Who's never coached a game at this level before, and he just chose today an offensive coordinator who's never called a play at this level before. So if you thought Ellinger was bad before, just you wait. From the live chat, there are friends of the show who feel like they miss out on Howie's. You do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do miss out on yeah. friends show of the up. show. Yes. It's right there. It's not going anywhere. No, it's always right there. 1200 Montgomery Boulevard, Northeast. Jeff Saturday is the head football coach of a football team. Yeah. Je- Jeff Saturday yeah. has never even scheduled a bus for an away game. <laughs> Jeff Saturday, <laughs> who for some reason lives on top of Mount Arrogance because he scream yelled 
at Peyton Manning one time on television, and that's the whole thing that ever allowed him to have any sort of success, not outside of the two guys that surround him around the football on the snap. Mm-hmm. He's terrible at this. But Brad, he represented the union. I do not care. Gene Upshaw represented the union. Yes. And Jeff Saturday, you know what he did? Submarined him. Just like he submarine Reich, just like he submarine Peyton Manning's authority as the star quarterback of the league and deserved the smackings to the facings, and somehow he's tricked Jim Ursay. He's probably some sort of level witch. I don't know enough about this. He put a spell on Jim Ursay to allow him to step in and become the head coach when you got guys on the squad who have been head coaches before. It's a failure and it's a sabotage. And also, I think I'm, I'm quietly learning. Jim Ursay doesn't have the money that I thought he had. All right, boys, hear me out. Every coach in the history of the NFL okay. has been a coach before at some other level. That mm, that okay. seemed correct until that, very recently. That okay. had to be common sense, right? Okay. There's been a lot of loser coaches in the history of the NFL. Oh, God. Okay. Who've had a go. lot of experience. <laughs> Maybe... Plugging in someone who has no idea what they're doing, maybe Jim Irsay's on to something right here. It's never been done before. Who knows? This guy's going to call running plays the whole game. Hey, I'll tell you what. He wants the center to be the star player of that team. That is funny. <laughs> That's very funny. He can rattle off a few wins and then legally change his name to Jeff Sunday. So stupid. Mm-hmm. Whenever we get back, Nate Davis will join us. <laughs> we talk about the Duke City Gladiators and talk about what he's got going on in the world of everything. We'll get the sponsors after that. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. From the live chat. Robert, J.D. wants his tickets because he guessed Dublin's boys. What's up? You got him? <laughs> hey, do you see what I put in there? No. His name is on the list, plus Dang. one Boom. at the door. I'm rolling out the red carpet. Speaking of, we rolled it out for Nate Davis, who's here. Nate, let's what go. up? Hey, I appreciate y'all. Put that thing right in front of your face. I'm going to turn you up a little bit. Nate, welcome to the program. It's been a while. You went and got a brand new knee since you've been here. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> How you going? You knee anything? Hey, no, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, you know, going to uh, physical therapy uh, twice a week. Uh, you know, just trying to kill it, man, trying to bounce back uh, better than ever. So it was all of it, right? You got every piece? You just ripped uh, it up? Yeah, uh, yeah, so I tore my ACL. Oh, God. Oh. Ouch. Oh, Worst yes. one. Yes. No. Oh, okay. I just but, shook it out a little bit. Yep, but I'm six months out of surgery, and, uh, you know, I don't walk with a limp, you know what I'm saying? So what, uh, I'm what, able to run. Uh, I'm what, able to throw, so. Would you say you're built different? Uh, of course. Yes. Oh, yeah, there we go. Okay. You set them up for that. Okay. Just, that's a, <laughs> so, uh, so you like you said, so you do the injury. It takes a little bit to get the surgery because you have to wait for swelling, kind of all that stuff that goes on. Uh, but then six months of rehab, and you are gonna you are quarterbacking again. It, that that's not the end of your career. No, definitely Heck not. Yeah. I'm coming back to sling that thing. Let's go. Let's you know go it. on that. So, yeah. So I've already yeah. signed. I signed back with Duke City. Congratulations. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So yeah, I'm back, and uh, you know I'm ready for the season. Yo, there's an expectation when you play football that you will eventually get hurt. You have gone your whole career mm-hmm. without getting injured until just last season. Like, how many years? Like, how many? Can you estimate how many football games that you played without getting hurt? Nah, it's a lot. So ever <laughs> since Pee Wee, all the way until I was 35 years old. God, that's crazy. Ever since I was 35 years old, and last year was you know I got hurt, but you know it's football. You know it happens. Um, you know, I was just blessed, you know, 
to make it all those years without getting hurt. Let me let me piggyback on that question too. Does that put this season and uh, the rest of your upcoming career? Do you have a different perspective on playing football now? Oh yes, for sure. Because before um, it was taken away from me. Yeah. And uh, now you know I love the game even more. You know what I'm saying? Because it was taken away from me, so I don't want to be taken away from me again. So I'm doing everything. You know, before I didn't work out, man, I'm working out more than ever. <laughs> so it's a little different for me, you know, but, hey, I, I'm trying to do whatever I can so that doesn't happen again. Nate, how did that How did that uh, kind of work on your mental for that long period of time? Uh, I, was the, I was in depression for a long time yeah. because uh, football is the only thing I know. And uh, for it to be taken away from me um, – Family and friends, you know, helped me through that. I mean, that that was the main thing is the family and friends helped me through that situation because football was my was my everything and it was taken away. And just the family and friends just, just helped me through the situation. It's a different year over there at Duke City this year. I know they just did their open tryouts, a lot of new faces. What are you excited about, my dude? Who on the offense is going to be – going to be the new hotness who, uh, who are you going to feed it to kind of give me a rundown hey uh that i don't know i'm gonna be honest with you yeah hey i am back to play football that's you it know what i'm saying i'm just ready to, I'm, my mind is ready for football to be back me to get back into things you know what I'm saying the throwing all that good stuff and my apologies i had covid during tryouts <laughs> so <laughs> wait they didn't say mascot tryouts <laughs> <laughs> If you're still if you still need a backup on the <laughs> roster, I'm your guy. You know I might it. I might need six months too to rehab my knee though. <laughs> I would die laughing. So <laughs> Nate, Nate, when you come back, how do you feel about will you be one of the leaders on the team? Um, I, I believe they've viewed you as a leader since you've been on the team, but how will it be now that you're coming back from an injury? Um, I, I think so, definitely. I mean, I'm, I will take a, a leader role for sure. Um, this will be my 13th season, so That's of crazy. course. Uh, <laughs> Yes, I'm a veteran to this thing. So, of course, yes, I would take a leader role. Um, but, you know, I'm just ready to play some football. And, and speaking of leadership, you, you have a different perspective of leadership now because after you went down last year, you didn't take any time off. You immediately grabbed a clipboard <laughs> yes. and you started coaching. Yes, I, I did. Um, you know, I, just whatever I could do just to help the team. And if that's what they needed me to do is to help the team is call plays for them, then, hey, that's what I did. Um, but, it, yes, it gave me a better look at me playing because, uh, you know, it's a little hard to say, you know, you call a play, you, you know it's going to work, but you got to depend on those eight guys mm, right now instead of just depending on myself. Well, you've coached more games than Jeff Saturday, and he's like a head. <laughs> 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 so yeah. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Hey, do, call him right now because I've seen their quarterback, and I feel like, <laughs> yeah. well, you just got to show up in Indianapolis. I, like, I, Indianapolis familiar with you. Oh, for sure. <laughs> like yeah, for sure. Hey, uh, oh, yeah, both sure. Okay, let's go. Get up. Yeah. Oh, they're struggling out there, my dude. Oh, big time. Gladiator season is coming up. All the information you need for they is available to you. 505-261-1558 or DukeCityGladiators.com. Obviously, season tickets and all those things are on sale at this point. We'll be out there uh, a ton, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. You uh, you did take this time, though. You were talking about the rehab and the injury. Uh, but, my man, you're only in the youth football community now. Like, I feel like that's how I'm seeing you all the time. What's going on in your world of youth football? What's going on with with uh, Pop Warner? What's going on around the state? So, okay, so Pop Warner uh, gave me a chance to uh, coach little 10-year-olds. Aw. Uh, awesome. For, <laughs> for football. Awesome. More than Jeff Sunday. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, this season we went 5-2. and two. Uh, My team last year um, didn't win a game. Uh, only had three first downs and one touchdown. 
and we came out five and two this year. Okay. Um, so and now we are going to regionals uh, this weekend. It's here. Um, so we're waiting to see if if we win, do we get to go to San Antonio? Um, for you know trying to make it to nationals to Florida. Oh, pretty cool. That's 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 the goal. Well, within all this, uh, me coaching, uh, I got some offers. Um, I'm going to Arizona in January to coach a 11U, uh, the East East Coast versus West Coast. Um, so I get to go down there and uh, coach that. And this, you know, I'm starting to get opportunities. So I was like, well, if this is starting to pop off. I started an all-star team. It's 10-year-olds. We have different kids from all over, you know, Albuquerque, Rio Rancho, uh, Berlin, we have them all over. South Valley, we have them all. I started a team, and now we're traveling to San Diego December 2nd, 3rd, and 4th uh, to play in a, a tournament called the Border Wars. We'll mm. go against uh, Mexico, Canada, and the U.S. Man. Oh, damn. A lot of Can- those- Canada plays football? <laughs> For real? Hey, so uh, Canada's so, going to be in a war? So you already know. So <laughs> I, I'm, I'm big on, you know, knowing who we play, you know what I'm saying, just by me playing football. So I've been looking at these teams. Hey, Canada know, knows what they're doing. Uh oh. <laughs> hey, they know what they're doing. I'm telling you, they know what they're doing. And then uh, you got some Mexico teams that look pretty good. Um, so yeah, so uh, I put some guys together from Yaffle, Pop Warner. I mixed it all together. Um, I have a kid on my team right now. He's six foot and he's ten years old. Ooh. Okay, for real, for me though, that's not that impressive. I was totally there. Uh, <laughs> that's, come on, that's cool. I went to mountain bike at like six, <laughs> so it's not like not trying to be that dude or whatever. But no, so bringing all these kids together, this is the first time they've played together. This is the first time they've had like organized travel. Talk to me a little bit about the experience of them growing into a program that's maybe a little bigger than uh, like flag football at their local so, okay, junior so high. That's one of the things that we're trying to. We're trying to build New Mexico for football. Of course, when you think New Mexico, you think soccer, you think baseball. Those are the two main things that are around here. That's what you think for. So now I'm just trying to give the kids the opportunity to go to different states and see what, how they play football mm-hmm, and sure. see, you know, for the, give them a better opportunity so now they can come back here and be like, oh, man, I got to work harder because this is what these kids are doing instead of just always seeing what New Mexico brings. You've always had a passion for helping the youth in the community. Before you coached the All Star team, you would you would do camps. Yes, right. What what do you, what um, the biggest talking points do you have for these kids? What what coaching? What advice do you have for these kids? What do you want them to walk away with? The main thing is having fun, having fun and learning how to compete instead of bashing each other. Listen, understand everything in life you're going to compete with. Mm. So this gives you an opportunity, another chance to compete. And, and what I, how I tell these kids all day, all the time, football prepares you for life. It really mm-hmm. does. And, and why I say that is I'm a prime example. Football is the only thing I know. That's the only thing. I'm 35 years old. That's all I've done. And I think I have did a pretty damn good job with myself. Sure. So, you know right. what I'm saying? So I try to tell the kids, hey, compete. That's what I want you to do because if you compete, then you get better. And that's all we ask is for them to get 1% better every day. How do, if, you're, if you're a parent, how can you get your children involved? So Okay, so we have a Facebook. We have an Instagram. It's called New Mexico Elite All-Stars. You can go on there, and this is for 10 years old. You have to be 10 August. You can't turn 11 after August 1st. Mm-hmm. So that's how it goes. 
Uh, so it's just 10-year-olds. But we do have some 11-years-old, but they were 10 before gotcha. August 1st. And then, so the idea of it is, it's you're going to get guys that are best at their position, and you're going to expose them to the game as it's presented differently amongst like other other of, states. Yes, definitely. Great. And then, so what's the end game on that? Is the end game, um, is it? Hey, this is going to give you opportunity to be better in high school. Is this going to be opportunity to prepare you for collegiate? Like, what is the growth process? So the the thing that we're trying to do is trying to make it a yearly round thing for us. Um, so we have a tournament in December, and then we have another tournament in February. So we're trying to make this a year-round thing for, for these kids to get these opportunities to go to different states. So it's going to be a year-round thing. Um, I'm already in the process of doing a 12U team also. Uh, I got some parents mad at me that I train <laughs> because I ain't doing it with their kids. So, but, and that's why I'm on, the, I'm on the process of working. But, of course, doing this, it takes money. Sure. You know what I'm saying? And that's where – we're trying to reach out to the community, our community, and be like, hey, can you back us? We're trying to – none of the coaches are getting paid. We're all doing this out of the kind of our hearts. That's our thing. We're doing this for the kids, for the kids to get better experience and better knowledge of what's out there. And that's a perfect uh, segue. I mean, you beat me to my next question. How, <laughs> how do the loyal listeners, how do the friends of the show help out these uh, young athletes? Okay, so, yes, yeah, so we uh, do have a sponsorship package that we have out, um, and we um, it will be posted up tonight on our Facebook and Insta- Instagram. Okay. So they can go ahead and, you know, get in contact with us so we can start getting stuff rolling. So we've been doing fundraisers, getting stuff. Um, the main thing is we're trying to help parents, hotels, travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's our goal because, of course, you know, this is not – Yes, we're trying to do it for the kids, and that's why we're out. We're, us coaches are out in the community trying to get sponsors to help these parents out. Because, of course, you know, some parents can't afford it. And right, listen, right. and I know for sure my parents, when I was growing up, was one of them. Mm-hmm, sure. And, and now I want to make a difference. So if I can make a difference to some of these kids, then hey. I'm doing my job. I mean, you going to bring them out to Gladiators games? Oh, come on now. You know better. <laughs> <laughs> you, know you know it. So I started with the Rio Rancho uh, Pop Warner team last year. And, of course, so like the last – I didn't even play. The last, I think, four home games, yes, my whole team was there. Oh, nice. Right. Yes, right. for sure. You know, I'm going to take, take care of my, you know what I'm saying, just to give them a different, you know, perspective of, you know, of what football is like. Sure. I like everything about that. The 2023 Gladiator season starts uh, – Well, oh, shoot, it's right around the corner. Are you kidding me? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm telling you. Ready to get ready. i got to get my schedule right here. Okay, so – all right, so obviously you guys – all right, so you're going to go all winter, and then is there a bunch of new leagues I don't rec- or new teams? I don't recognize all these logos. Uh, yeah, so there is some new teams. Okay. Uh, yes, there is some new teams. Um, I want to say Tucson. Tucson, I mean uh, – Tulsa, Tulsa, Tulsa is a new team. So you're opening with the bye week, and then it starts in March, right? But it's yes. the first one, NAS. I don't know what NAS is. Okay, that's Northern Arizona. Northern they're Arizona. the one that won last. Oh, year. Northern okay. Arizona. Yes, they're, they're the one that uh, won yeah, it last year. Yeah, we don't like them. I, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> For the records, I know about Northern Arizona. The abbreviation had me. I was, I was, I was, I was like, I was like, is this? I was like, is this something off like a like a tribal land or something? Is this like what is this new thing? But excellent, yeah. So uh, football's right around the season for you. Obviously, you're getting everything together. You got your all star team. When do they travel? When is the California event? So it is December second, third. That's like tomorrow. I day. I know. It's right there, and that's why. So and this is like all popped up. You know, we watched the uh, all star for the Yaffle. Um, they had all stars uh, last weekend. 
last weekend. And so we were like, okay, well, uh, some parents were talking about it, uh, about, cause some, some of these Jaffa teams are going to a tournament in Gallup, but okay. they're going as whatever team they're with, like La Cueva, sure. uh, Volcano, West Mesa. They're all going to that. Well, we were like, okay, well, let's put a team team together and let's go out of state and do this border wars to give them a different perspective. This is two different countries that we're going to go against. Yeah. So, you know, it gives them a better perspective, you know, hey, let, hey, this is what you got to work on. Well, and Robert, you say that all the time. It's important to have a healthy rivalry with Canada and Mexico. Like you always say, let's get the kids. Now, ain't no rivalry. Oh, okay. <laughs> what are you talking about? Ain't no rivalry. That's practice, man. <laughs> there you go. Practice. Hey, one of us went to the moon, and the other puts gravy on French fries. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Figure it out. Hey, to be fair, though. To be fair. Oh. Nah, man. <laughs> Mexico still puts cane sugar in their Coca-Cola, and I feel like that's like a real advantage. Hey, like, I'll okay. cancel each other yeah. out. Okay, I'm just. Okay. I mean, if that's but I do like my foot, though. That's <laughs> <laughs> Anything we missed, Nate? Nope, nope. Like I said, hey, I appreciate y'all yeah. for for you know getting this out there for us. Whenever, uh, whenever you make that uh, social media push tonight, let us know. Give it to us. We'll yep. put everything at Talk ABQ. We'll make sure that's available to all the friends of our show. Nate Davis, uh, quarterback for your Duke City Gladiators. Thank you so much, brother. Hey, I appreciate y'all. Whenever we get back, more of the program. We're going to talk at length about Jeff Saturday because I have a reaction to that uh, NCAA basketball. Because I was down in Las Cruces yesterday, watched New Mexico State beat up on my New Mexico Highlands Cowboys. I'll give you my takeaways from that. It's two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Penny on Coffee. Play on Team I Nine starter days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. Lunch Boys is over at the Six Six Diner, which we're going to on Thursday. Stoked. Yes. Meet your boys. For lunch on Thursday, Yes. bring your jokes. I would like to laugh because when I'm hanging out with you guys off the air, you're not that funny. How dare you? Bring a mirror. <laughs> Nate, you're, <laughs> Nate, you're That's a good one right there. That was a good one. <laughs> Don't encourage him like that. <laughs> I deserve better. <laughs> We're rescheduling Safe House. Are we doing that this week or next week? Uh, TBD. Okay. But New Mexico's vodka is Teller Vodka, and Monday nights is for Howie's sports page. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Annual. It's crazy that it's crazy that like a guy who's like so nice and like professionally talented as Nate Davis lives right here in Albuquerque. Oh God! Here we go. What's from? I'm not putting quarters in this ride. (laughs) (laughs) He almost had me. You think? You think it'd be a little too foul? Oh, man. Oh, God. It's so far away from Thanksgiving. <laughs> it really is. It's so far. Well, it's not. It's not? Not really. No. I just looked at the date. It's really not. 17 days. It's like two sleeps. Fortnite. <clears throat> That's also not a Thanksgiving one, but it's pretty close, I guess. There's a lot of old-timey Thanksgiving language. Okay. Pilgrims were the Mayflower, right? I just want to confirm this before I move forward with this idea. Allegedly. Allegedly? Allegedly. Robert, is that your understanding that the Mayflower is Pilgrims? Yep. Okay. They used words like Fortnite and stuff that don't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Old-timey, like, like colonial language. Yeah. From the white people, Robert. <laughs> like, it's just disappeared. Like, I don't know, like, of any, like, aside from, like, the names of, like, woodworking tools, mm-hmm. I don't feel like anything really exists 
from old timey colonial settly verbiage. How long is a score? That's what I'm saying. How long is a score? I don't yeah. know, but it's four of them. Never heard <laughs> of any other ones. I know it's not a year because the only time I've ever heard score in a sentence, it was followed up by a number of years. Four score in seven years. Yes. So oh, so it's it cannot be one year. Is it, is it a decade? I believe it's probably <laughs> a decade. It is two decades. A wow. score. 87 years. Is two decades. 40, so, so it's 20 years. The Declaration years. of Independence was... 87 years before the time of Lincoln. Robert just why told did, me. Why did he just say that? Yeah, just say that. <laughs> yeah. Sounds cooler. He wore, he wore a top hat. Yeah, he did. Guys in top hats say score. But I don't and trust. Fortnite. But I also don't trust guys without mustaches. Mm. Yeah, that's weird. The beard with no mustache? That's that sketchy. Weird. That is so sketchy. Now, Robert told me one time that a score is whenever you get 11 nuggets in your 10-piece McNugget. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He's like, that's a score. You know I can't score. eat those no more. You're killing me. He did a little shimmy when he got it. McRib's about to go away. You going to get one more? I can't, man. You going to get one? Van, tell him what I was eating when you walked in. A salad. Ugh. He ate a salad. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I actually love salad, by the way. I mean, This is all for I'm you, not, Fred. I'm not anti-salad. Let me open up my backpack right here and pull out a uh, cane sugar Mexican Coca-Cola. This isn't for Fred. This is for your foot. Yeah, no, no, your foot. No, this is for Fred because I saw what he said on my post. <gasps> what did I say? Prove it. Oh, what did you say? He said two words to me. Prove it. And I <laughs> Prove never. What? He knows what I'm talking about, and I'll never forget it. You're hey. going to see. Hey, you're, you're taking this as an attack. It's actually support. Yeah. Uh. No, see, that's how my brain works. Shame, shaming you. That's my brain into right self care. Yeah. <laughs> God, this dude, this dude cares about me so much. He puts me down when I don't care about myself. Yes. <laughs> What's up, Brandon Ortega? Always says, uh, like, because obviously we all roast each other all the time. It's not just a radio bit. Fortnite is two weeks, by the way. Oh, I knew. Anyone, I didn't know that one. You knew that one. Yeah. Because that's how I'm always like, oh, yeah, I can't wait for uh, Wakanda Forever to come out in a Fortnite. I always say that. Oh, you do say that. Yeah, I, say that. I heard you say that all the time. Wow. I'm like, enough about this Fortnite stuff, Fred. I only think of the game. And how they changed it? I, I don't, I've never played Fortnite, but that's when I hear that word, I think of the game. That's so it. when I was dating a lot of single moms, I would play with their like kids. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, that was your trick. It, yeah, <laughs> and I would sandbag so hard. Because, like, I grew up on Halo and Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm 37 years old. I have still, to this day, blisters from GoldenEye from yes. 20 years ago. Greater than 20 years ago. 30 years ago. Look, you got to hand those little stepkids their ass. Yes. They got to learn mm-hmm. what it's they like to learn. lose. Yeah. I'm with you. You got to lean into yeah. it and beat them like the redheaded stepchild that Correct. they are. You might not call me daddy in real life. You'll call me daddy in this game. Yes, mm. exactly. It's Fred, not daddy. Yes. Except, no, I will not play catch with you. Yeah. <laughs> Except when I got these sticks in this hand. Uh-huh. That's when it's daddy. What's a golden eye? That's... <laughs> Yo. <laughs> come on. <laughs> they, they just look up golden eye on Urban Dictionary. Oh, yeah. Look it up real quick. Yeah. They yeah. ask their... Oh, I'm, I'm, I don't know why. I mean, this is just for my entertainment. Yeah. It's not like I can read the definition. I just want you to be able to say out loud that you can't read the definition. Yeah, you cannot. Last night, my New Mexico Highlands Cowboys traveled down to Las Cruces to the Pan American Center. Have you boys ever been there? 
Yeah, a lot. I used to live in Las Cruces Robert for six Urban. years. No, I haven't. I've never been either. Never been. Van told me before I left, Van said, it's going to be nicer than you think. Yeah. And I tell you what, it's it nicer than I thought. Told you. Yeah. Played, uh, played around on the university golf course down there. That was kind of nice. I got a nice little vista out there. Okay, the first five definitions are all literally about either the movie or the game GoldenEye. Oh, excellent. That's good. Yeah, good job. The sixth definition, uh, though, yeah. that's the one I can't read. Once you get out of the starting five. Just say, I'll just say uh, something is bleached. You can use your imagination. Okay, yeah. yeah. Like a cast iron pan or something. Mm-hmm. Sammy Sosa. <laughs> I'm going to lead off talking about New Mexico State Aggies whenever we get back. Because, and I'm not trying to be an alarmist to Lobo fan. There's some talent down there at State right now. I saw it in person, boys. It's two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. All right, so I'm down in Las Cruces yesterday as my New Mexico Highlands Cowboys are visiting the Aggies of New Mexico State. It's a fun little exhibition thing they do before the season. I like it in a lot of ways because, number one, it's fun for a D2 to play up. Like, that's a neat experience. There are kids on that team that, outside of the pit, have never played in an arena. You know, it's, it's right. yeah, it's super cool. Uh, with that said, the New Mexico Islands Cowboys have a ton of New Mexico players. Like, New Mex- like the Highland- first off, good for them. Good for them. Yes. yes. And, like, hey, for a lot of these guys, because 10 of the 12 guys who are going to go regularly on this thing, eh, maybe that's 10 of the 15 guys who are going to go regularly on this squad, they've never really played together at this level. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. They all grew up playing together. Like, they're going to figure it out quick. They're going to gel. But I tell you what, New Mexico State boys, their basketball team, uh oh, no joke. Uh oh, you you might want to temper this down. I cannot right now. Oh, Washington and Muhammad are both as good Division One basketball players that I've seen in person that I have seen. These boys last night, Deshwandre Washington and Issa Muhammad, who both played together in junior college together. Like, so they got years of experience together. Mm-hmm. These boys went crazy. 20 and 17. And you're like, Fred, that's not crazy. Nope. That's because they were distributing. Mm. because they were letting other guys get 16 and 13 and a bunch of guys almost at 10. Whoa. When it comes to the 19th, when it comes to state coming up here to UNM, hey, this is going to be a one, boys. Like, it's going to be, like, get your ticket now if you don't have your ticket. Like, do not wait to get your ticket. Because you're looking at a couple teams, and by the way, big win for the Lobos yesterday over Utah State. Is that right? Utah State? Did I get that right? Southern Utah. Southern Utah. Same. Eight points. Too close. It was a little close. It was too close. It was a little close. Fred, I think I see what you're doing here, though. I never forget you are a WWE guy, and I believe you're really hyping this. Because you thought Logan Paul was going to beat Roman Reigns at Crown Jewel? No, but you saw the whole build-up to it, and I think that's what you're doing One now. punch, man. One punch. I see you. I see you, though. Hey. But I'm looking in your eyes, though, and you really believe what you're saying. I'm t- Mike Pete could go. Like, gotcha. This team last night, I was not ready for as impressive as they were going to be. They put 101 on the scoreboard. And hey, I'm no. reckon, I'm recognizing my Highlands Cowboys are D two. I'm recognizing it's not the same level. Yeah, I'm recognizing in the Rocky Mountain Athletic Conference, my Highlands Cowboys will hang. 
This is a different level, though. Do they like preseason rankings in no, the RMAC? No. Well, no. yeah, kind of. Yeah? Highlands kinda. up there, right? No. Really? Middle of the pack. Okay. But what's interesting. Right where you want to be. Right where you want to be. Yeah. Because it's, hey, with like the transfer portal, like Western right now, Western New Mexico, mm-hmm. they got eight D1 transfers currently on their roster. Okay. The basketball in New Mexico right now, very good. Insanely good. And I saw it last night. Watch out for state. Because state is independent, so they don't have to do weird conference rules on broadcasts and stuff. Find their ESPN Plus broadcast. Mm-hmm. Tune into Adam Young. Like, like soak up Aggie basketball right now. Because Aggie basketball, although I recognize they won an NCAA tournament game, blah, blah, all those things are associated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not only are they back, they're back with like an exclamation point. This is not a, this is not a period, boys. This is an exclamation point team. I'm going to admit right now that I haven't done the appropriate research on the New Mexico, New Mexico State Aggies. All I have is the eye test. I promise I will catch up soon. But even though it was a D2 team, literally doubling up on this team. I mean, almost. Three points away from doubling up. I mean, it's not quite double. On that team. <laughs> almost doubling. That's Greg, very impressive. Greg Heyer, who I hung out with last night after the game. You know, they almost shot 50%. Oh, my God, dude. Hey, and I'm talking like to the basket stuff. I'm talking like like threes, Mm. like in rhythm. I'm talking like moving the ball. I'm talking. If there are teams that are like, you know, I think we'll do is we'll press these guys and slow them down. You won't. If there are teams that are like, you know, I think we'll do, we'll we'll drop back into the zone and make them beat us from outside. They will. This Muhammad cat, like, he moved like. Like oil on top of water. Oh, okay. Like this, it was, ooh, it was impressive. Well, I'm, I'm looking here. Washington had a triple double. I'm telling you. Wow. And then my Cowboys, led by Tyler Rogers, who you guys both know is a dude. Yeah, he's my assistant on Saturday. Did a really good job. You know, and it's interesting you bring that up because <laughs> we do all the game day promotions, right? Sure. And what we don't talk about a lot at the D2 to D1 level is. Our guys in New Mexico Highlands University, our D two athletes, they got jobs. They got to work. They got to do. They got to get through life. Yeah, you know. And at the D one level, with the way that New Mexico State is running their NIL stuff, and the way that New Mexico State yeah. is making opportunity available to so many players, there's no NIL for Allsup's in Las Vegas, New Mexico. I'm trying yet. By the way, it's against the rules for me to try because I'm a Highlands employee. But like people are trying. Me and Robert can. You can. We can do it. Most. All right, let's start a co op. Yeah. You tell me the all sub section at the the all sub supporter section, and then when I say co op, what I mean is we put on track suits, and walk in the all sub with yeah. baseball bats. I think you'd like to make a donation. <laughs> what do you know about my guy Tyler? Well, yeah. My boy Tyler Rogers. You went for eighteen oh, last can, night. You can't spare any. Can't spare any cash. Yeah. How about a box of burritos? He might have gone for twenty eight. Hey, let me make that box of burritos fall off the truck, eh? Well, also I don't know <laughs> if that improves game. Burrito, like heavy all subs burritos. No, I, I believe it doesn't help my game back in the day. What, what does that mean? What are you trying to say <laughs> right now? That you, you you have an all subs burrito. All right. In the middle of the night, you sober up, and you recharge. Robert, you rally. Robert, what's your sober up food? Uh, Waffle House. Oh, oh strong. Right. Hey, do me a favor. And, turn and, around, and, and put... I live like two minutes from it. Hold on, Robert. Van's turning around and putting a tick on the cliche list of things that you always say. This is like this is another one. What what do you mean? 
Yes, Waffle House for your hangover food? He said Waffle House, not Chicken and Waffle House. Oh, waffle. okay, too shy. Come on. Well, come no, on. But Easy. It's, it's basically the same. But yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm, I'm so, let me show you how so Waffle House I am. Okay. My sister worked there. Okay. Yeah. I was like secret menu guy. I mean, can yeah. I just Google Ooh. that or no? What's your What's the go to secret menu? Yeah, good question. I have well, I guess I, if you say I don't it, remember if you say it on here, it's not a secret. <laughs> it's not a secret, not a secret anymore. Plus, I was so commercial inib- break. I was so inebriated, I don't remember. Ah, uh, good point. I know they will not cook chocolate chips into your waffle because it messes up the waffle maker, and they have to clean it, and they they ain't got time for that. That's a firsthand experience. Yes, from me and Van. So, so the only time I've been to Waffle House that happened. Oh, they will for you, Robert. Don't give me I wasn't pr- with you. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Robert's like, you know I got that privilege. <laughs> the one thing I can get us, I can get you that. What are you doing for dinner tonight? You want to go to the Chicken and Waffle House? No, man. <laughs> Look no. at him. He just hey, had a salad. Did you, did you hear? No, he knows what he's, he's doing. He's doing intermittent fasting. You, you know what he's doing. Me and you would do good. He, want, he, he wants to be right on the prove it. <laughs> he ain't slick. I'm, all, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on top of that, Van. I'm with you. I got you. I'll be your positive reinforcement. Yeah. And Fred will be your nana nana nana. Yeah. What is your booze drink when you're um, fasting or whatever you're doing? It is thirteen Bud Lights. No. <laughs> Actually, see, I skipped out of that one. You did, didn't you? I, I coward. No. So what it is? It's vodka. Yeah. And uh, diet. Uh, hold on. Sprite Zero. Okay, that's Teller same. Vodka, New Mexico's. Yeah, vodka. obviously. Why don't you say hold that? It can't, it can't be flavored. It cannot. No. Why is there sugars in that? Yes. Oh, I didn't know. Whenever we get back, Robert tells you how to lose weight with no results. It's Tubin on <laughs> 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program, Albuquerque. One hour in the books, two to go. Got a full program for you today. Your GD welcome. Going to talk a little more Lobo and Aggie basketball as uh, they had one season opener and one season opening uh, exhibition. Uh, Ted Cruz got hit with a beer can. <laughs> We're gonna uh, might touch on that a little bit. Still haven't talked about Alvin Kamara. Uh, we're going to hit on that as well. A lot more NFL talk. You're listening to Two Men On. We are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Cobalt Banker Legacy Mobile Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA, and we have lunch at the 66 Diner. Monday Night Football is for the boys at Howie's Sports Page, and the weekend are for Teller Vodka, New Mexico's Vodka. 505-246-0610. When you call, eh, most of the time we answer. And on the Sports Animal Hotline right now, OG, friend of the show, Howard. What's happening, my guy? Well, you know, right now... I'm in a somber mood, and I've got to talk about morality, okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. You saw Ron Ketty was a good okay. on On Election Day? Here yeah, we saw, go. saw Ron Ketty was a half a the, point. The, wor- <laughs> the worst predator in the world is the one that dates single mamas. <laughs> 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 the worst predator. How many, hearts, how many hearts are strewn all over the country saying, Mama saying, Mom, I thought he was going to be my daddy. Johnny, I thought he was too. The Ooh. the most predator thing about me in the world is uh, me in a one v one on the temple level in Goldeneye, wherever I just I hunt you down every single time. I am I'm an absolute. Okay, and now I'm a, I'm going to give you a visual mm-hmm. there, Mister Slow. 
Right now, I'm, I used to have you here. I'm holding my hand above my head. Yes. Now I have you here, and I'm holding my hand at ankle level. That's. <laughs> I mean, still not the bottom. Well, first off, careful. Don't bend over in front of Fred. Yeah, that's you, yeah. you recently learned. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't nothing golden about that, my friend. <laughs> I mean, Speaking of golden, yeah, play your cards, and, right? and of course, you know, uh, Robert, you know, a little bit of destiny will clear those bumps up. Don't worry about that. I think there's something in their eye because I have the smoothest skin ever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and you notice I don't pick on Van because he's my ginger hair golden boy. Yeah, see, that's one, what's you know? up. Yeah. And I don't mind telling you, whenever I get bumps, it usually takes some azithromycin to get rid of. So <laughs> yeah. there's that. <laughs> so, guys, I tried like hell to stream the game last night, the Lobo game, because I'm a, a big Lobo basketball fan and hoping for really good things this year. Did anybody get to watch the broadcast? So my, I was obviously at the state game. Mm-hmm. So state and Highlands played, so I did not get to tune in the oh, Lobos. that's right. Yeah, but, uh, but I did have – kind of everyone had the box score up during, which was – Kind of cool because it just shows you the statewide support. Well, I don't mind telling you at Howie's sports page, we stream the game online there right to go. the television. So go. if you ever are worried you can't see the Lobos, check out Howie's sports page corner of Montgomery well, you know, and Tramway. I know it's way too soon to tell, Van, but how'd they look? Uh, well, I think they should have beat Southern Utah by considerably more points, but they controlled the pace of the game. Everybody got minutes. It was a good warm up. They looked fine. Is it a trying yeah. a lot of things though, Van? What, did you? I know you're probably you're watching football. You're hanging out with the boys. You're not necessarily dialed yeah. in. But did it seem vanilla from what you were seeing? Did it just seem like a lot of high pick and roll, or, or you could, weren't paying close enough attention? I, I, I honestly was not That's paying right. close enough That's attention right. because most friends of the show and loyal listeners and the Monday maniacs at Howie's were coming up and like buying me beers yeah, and shots yeah. to celebrate my Astros winning the World Series. Well, and they, so I was slightly distracted. Had they also brought a budget for me and Robert, but we both weren't there. Therefore, they had to waste it. Triple on you. up yeah. on me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, congrats to your Astros there, Van. Cheers, brother. Uh, Hang I'll up. tell you something. <laughs> that must have been a pretty angry fan to waste a beer on throwing that at Ted Cruz, wouldn't you say? <laughs> well, I couldn't see what beer it was, but I know he wouldn't waste a Crawford Bach on him. Which, by the way, if you're listening, yeah. New Mexico United's David Carl, I'm expecting my case of Crawford Bach any second now. I've never even heard of that. <laughs> Is that the name of Neither a Neither have I, Houston but, you know. Coming from a guy that used to drink Slitz back in the day, I'm not going to say a whole lot. Slitzes? But anyway, you know, I'm forever optimistic that my Cowboys may sign Odell Beckham. And if they do, and he can work into that equation, I'd say watch out, NSV. And I'd say maybe you better watch out, Buffalo Bills or Kansas City. So, you know, I'm I'm not going to get too brash, too brave. My boys are doing solid. Thank God to that ginger hair savior that came in and, Kept us alive for four games. Should still be you know, starting. I'm, um, I'm, yeah, you know those guys. They're special guys. You know those red hair guys are special guys. <laughs> Admit it, guys. You I know couldn't agree are. anymore. Yeah, I, I mean, I thought Andy Dalton looked terrifying last night with that goatee, but yes. <laughs> oh my God, Andy Ball. Andy Dalton throws the best football I've ever seen. <laughs> uh... You know, me and Jerry agree on that. Okay. I, and uh, you know, thank you for taking my call today, guys, and forever listening and not calling it enough. But thanks. Have a great night. Cheers. Great call, Howard. You know, both Jarrah and Mike McCarthy sung Odell Beckham Jr.'s praises. So it looks like the Cowboys are on the map, too, to get OBJ's services. 
you just hit refresh on o, on Odell Beckham Jr. stories all the time. If you check, like, when did that story come out? Like five hours ago. If you mm. check seven hours ago, he's going to sign with the Ravens. Yeah, like it's. it's not, been, remember, it was yeah. the Bills earlier. This yeah, season. like cool. And it's still the Packers, but the Packers are going to screw it up somehow yeah. and, and no, not get Aaron Rodgers no, any help. No. He ain't going to the Packers. He he literally said he wanted to go to the Packers, but was that this, was was this before? And the that, was like, that was speaking of refreshing. <laughs> that was like that was before Detroit. So. Okay. Odell Beckham Jr. to NFL teams is what I was to single moms, where it's like, yep, mm-hmm. up, just okay, that one, that one looks like a savior, and then, and then ruins it at the very most important moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, blows it, blows it. it. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. <laughs> ACL uh, commitment. Is this why you don't hang out with the kids? I need to open up my playbook to you, Fred. You don't spend significant time with the kids with single moms. Yeah. Also, is this a radio bit or not? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Robert knows. <laughs> Robert's super aware. Robert is a single mom. What are you talking about? Whoa. Never. <laughs> no. I, I like being a dad too much. I, I see your like social media. Yeah. yeah. Somebody somebody just got makeup put on him I did days see, ago. Thank you for going yeah. to that. Yeah. What's the problem, fellas? <laughs> I'm proud of you, so being open in your sexuality that you can wear makeup. I like hey, your makeup. Hey, yeah. when you have a daughter, is what you think is out the window. How old is your daughter? She's four, going on. She'll be five in January. Okay, and yeah. I like I know like the list of things you take your kid to, like like Christmas lights and like trick or treat, like little yeah, kid yeah. stuff. Yeah. When do you get to start taking her to, like, cool sporting events and stuff? When does that happen? I can't wait. Yeah, can she go to a gladiators game and stuff? Would she be into that? You know what? Remember, me and Van took her to the pit. Remember that? Yes, I do. She got to go to middle center court. Yeah. Aww. yeah. Did and she love it? No. <laughs> she no, was, it was quite scared. It was yeah. late. It was late. She was tired and sleepy, but. Overwhelming, too. Yeah, I'll it's give a her. a good turnout that I'll night. give her some time. I'll right. give her some time. What if we do this? What if we call the Rio Rancho Event Center and we say, hey, we need, we need a couple tickets for Robert and his daughter for Gladiators Games. And then you're like, you're like hey, Tasia, if you, do, if you do really good and you enjoy this and make me feel like I can enjoy sports with you, then you can also take her to like Disney on ice. Ooh. Oh, she's going to Disney on ice regardless. No matter what. <laughs> yeah. Like, I put on makeup, man. Like, there's no negotiating this. <laughs> Disney on ice? Have you? Yes. When's the last time you guys have been? Uh, it's been since my kid. Yeah. So it's Robert Kid's age. Okay, so yeah. 17, did, 18 years. I, I have done a lot of Cirque du Soleil. That's a pretty cool one. Yeah. You don't need a kid no, for that. That one's good. Oh, no. I love that at any age. The to, the Disney on Ice. I went a couple years ago when it, whenever I ran the health club, I took um, like all the employees in the childcare thing, mm-hmm. and so I got to go and like hang out with all of them and their kids. So there's like I don't know ten twenty kids. I bet you this little booth of employees I had with kids. I bet you. They spent five thousand dollars. Oh my ah, goodness! Easy, because there was like yeah. the little wand, the oh, little yeah. crown, oh, sure, the bubbles, sure, 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 the, sure. yeah. Oh, the plush dolls. And yes. I'm, I'm like, this is just popcorn, and they're like, yeah, but it comes in a plastic cup that's shaped like a flower. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what? Yeah. Why? What does that have to do with Disney or princess mm-hmm. or ice? I tell my kid, I'd have to sit her down and explain how much a dollar costs and the actual value and what you can get for that much money right. when you leave. And her being like a little savant, she was like, that makes sense, Dad. We'll go get ice cream after this. And I was like, that's my girl. Sonic ice cream is worth the cost of Sonic ice cream. Yes. Baskin and Robbins or a local place, you know, but also whatever. Hold on, what? Yeah. 
What local ice cream place are you regularly eating? Well, now my kid's an adult. Like, we like eat fruit together. So. I got one. Crazy Cups. It's a place called Crazy Cups. I never even heard of that. Yeah, you don't cups. have a child. That's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now. Like now a, you don't. San, San Mateo and Indian School. Is there like right, right across, right, right around the corner from the Y. That's a we right, should, clever we should, marketing. We okay. should go there. You see how I brought it back? Yeah. We should go there. Not a paid advertisement, by mm. the way. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. It's I great. T- it's great. So I, I, at my advanced age in life now, I can't handle like milk the way that I used to. Mm. Are you guys there with me? No. You're good on milk. I think so. Well, I don't. I live by myself, so no one's told me. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. That's very very funny. <laughs> I can. T- I don't. I don't know. So <laughs> I don't do milk. It hits. I hardly ever do cheese. I'm like a hard cheese guy. Mm, if yeah. I'm gonna oh, go cheese, oh, same. Yeah, yeah, totally yeah. same. Yeah. Give me like a little two year Irish cheddar. Give me a little eighteen month Spanish manchega. You're using very specific words, what? but I'm not in on yeah. that. Okay. I, just, I was gonna say Velveeta, but okay. You just you go off, Fred, man. You go to Albertsons <laughs> and you say, uh, "Can I have some hard cheese?" No, no, it's like in a thing. You just point at it. Yeah, that's okay. what I do. I'm, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not a cheese connoisseur. You don't, you don't know what cheese you're getting. I like, I like it all. Soft, hard, it don't matter. Sometimes you just I knock on it, cheese, with your knuckles. No, no, no. There's a glass thing in front of it. But sometimes I'm like, I don't know, a little more yellow. <laughs> Orn- can I get an orangey boy? Like I just whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, some of that Simpsons colored cheese. I like how you're over here, like Fred. This logic doesn't make any sense. But you're pro just Saturday becoming the head football coach in the Indianapolis Colts. For the lulls. This is why you Because vote- it's going to be so interesting. This is why you voted for Ron Kelly. A guy who's never coached and an offensive coordinator who's never called a play before. This is going to be can't miss television. I am so excited. A guy who can't get the weather right. And also, I still need to figure out how Jeff Saturday's beard is darker than his hair. It makes no sense. Die. Is that true? I don't know anything about that. Die. That's what that is. All right. Robert says die. Shoe polish or die, one or the other. I say he's Turkish. What? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know anyone with the last name Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, <laughs> Thursday, or Friday. Saturday. Eli Sunday from There Will Be Blood, but that's a fictional person. I think that's it. That's the only one I could think of. I can think of no one. And by the way, my last name is Slow, so I'm not trying to be that guy right sure. now. There's a lot of things. If, if that's Turkish, I'm surprised. Okay, he 100% dyes his beard. Case closed. Oh, does he have Thank like, you, Robert. He's got like a... What, it's very obvious. Like a sponsorship yeah. There's pictures, a, yep. pictures a few years ago, and he already had the salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. And now he has like a Brian Wilson dark beard. So what you're saying is he's a liar and can't be trusted. Yeah, I think so. But deception is a very important part of play calling. It's, so oh. maybe this plays right into his own hand. It's a little misdirection, boys. Exactly. He's going to win his first game, though. Who are they playing? The Raiders. All right. <laughs> so you're probably correct. <laughs> this always happens. The yep. coach gets fired. The team rallies behind the new coach, whether they're good or not. Who's the new offensive coordinator? Some dork. That's not a good answer. <clears throat> Parks Frazier. 
Who is Parks Frazier? Exactly. Some dork. What? He's like their tech guy. He's like their IT guy. And they're like, you'll do fine. Pass game specialist, assistant quarterbacks coach, Parks Frazier. Five days before they play another NFL football team. Cool. And their quarterback is Samuel Ettinger, the third president of the United States. <laughs> hey, I'll give him some credit, though. No. Parks Frazier looks nice. That's... He looks so nice. Looks like a nice guy. I would love to have this guy calling plays for me. How do you not put I would say Ryan I would him? say thank you. I would say thank you after every time he called to play. I'll be thank you, Parks. You're so nice. Nah, he can't be my coach. Mm -hmm. Would you like to be my kid's stepdad? He cannot be my coach. <laughs> cool playbook. Let me introduce you to Fred Slows. <laughs> He's 30. Mm, man. I just I can't buy into this, boys. He looks like he played center at Duke. <clears throat> no, nah, like... Like, for what sport? <laughs> Lacrosse. <laughs> He's the setter on the volleyball team. He should be a pretty good <laughs> offensive coordinator. He Parks Frazier looks like he's going to have the guys around him in a huddle, and he's, he's going to say, first off, fellas, language. <laughs> <laughs> getting a little spicy. Getting a little spicy in this huddle, Debrickashaw. You need to chill out. Oh, he, he sits down in whatever like coaches meeting they have tomorrow to start the week, which should have started you know Sunday night. Mm -hmm. He's like, guys, I think we should get rid of the sugary snacks and the vending yeah, machine. Uh -huh. And they're like, oh, Parks. Mm -hmm. Somebody brought orange slices. <laughs> Parks, did you prepare those? <laughs> no, my mom. <laughs> Parks, quit wearing that. Sweater over your shoulders. <laughs> I can't. There's a forecast of rain. <laughs> you know, I get chillers. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a draft there's a draft chillers. in the dome. Chillers. They're sitting in like they're. I don't even know the GMS. They're sitting there in the front office and they're like, all right, guys, we got to do something with this team. We got to add some talent. Odell Beckham Jr. is available. Parks is like, I'll call. <laughs> they're like, no. no, Parks, you will not call. No. no. Do not do not text him. How does Reggie Wayne feel about this? Like, for real. Oh, God. I mean. <laughs> he's, a, he's a great from the organization. He's already a, what, wide receivers coach? And you, you're a looking at an all absolute of this. legend. You're looking at all of this. I'm like, man. <sighs> Didn't he get into weird stuff? It's Ursay. Good point. So, Robert, I'm going to ask you this question specifically because yeah. reasons. I'll step back. Uh, is how white privilege is this? Two, two <laughs> completely unqualified white men yeah, just leapfrog a bunch of brothers and get the two best jobs in the organization? Let me tell you. Is this the most white privilege thing you've seen in the NFL in a long time? No, this is called balancing out your coaching history because uh. they did have Dungy. Mm. And they did have, I can't think of the other coach's name. Caldwell. Caldwell. Yeah, good point. Okay, fine. So as long as you have that in your back pocket, yeah. you can do stuff like this and and the whole Rooney Rule stuff. But that's Nobody only, can say nothing. That's only one and a half black coaches, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what the cops say. <laughs> <laughs> when we get back.
I'm going to talk one more segment about the Indianapolis Colts and how they had better options even on their current staff. Duh. It's Tumanon, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. <clears throat> From the texter, I just set Buck D's last quote as my ringtone. Quote, I like it soft or hard. Nice. Yes. You didn't notice I had to come back and say what I was talking about. <laughs> it's not how the internet will remember it. Also from the texter, Coldstone is the go-to ice cream. Uh, Coldstone is only good for after the movies. I want to be very clear and transparent on that. It is a good after movie snack, then and only then. Okay. Movie, Coldstone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sheets, baby. What sheets? Not gonna. I'm not gonna elaborate. So. You're not a jazz cabbage guy, Fred. I don't know. Again, you're losing me. Okay. Robert, I know you never really have been either, but I have a rich history of a little Satan salad. I've known you for a while. You're, you're not rich. Okay. It's not what that word means in this context. Okay. Can't say but. Cotton candy ice cream milkshakes from Cold Stone Creamery. Give me that word again. Cotton what? candy milkshake from Cold Stone. Okay. Try it. Cotton candy ice cream milkshake from Cold Stone. As long as they're spelled with C's, I'm with it. Not, yes. <laughs> Very much C's. A lot okay. of C's. It's making sure. If you partake in the jazz cabbage, there is nothing better. There is no better stoner treat in the universe than a cotton candy milkshake from mm. Cold Stone. Like, normal sober people don't bother. It's, it's straight-up hummingbird food. But when you're high... There is nothing better in the universe. I don't, I Cheat don't, code. You're welcome. I don't get high. I wasn't talking to it you. It wasn't for us. I was okay. literally not talking to you two. He excluded us Just off the, the top. Just the tens of thousands of other people listening right now. And according to the internet, you're supposed to drink it through like a candy cane straw? It's too much. No, no, no. no. Now, now you're getting silly. I, I'm the worst. Yeah. You know, you know peppermint in that? You don't think? Peppermint. John Fox was the obvious option for this coaching staff, right? Uh, no. Oh, my gosh. Did you see all the coaches on that coaching staff? Yeah. Jeez. How do you not go with John Fox? He's over 500 in his career. He's coached over at least 250 games. I think it's closer to 300 games. 40 years experience. That's what I'm saying. I'm looking on the, the also, Colts what, website. What has he done? I'm looking on the Colts' website. They have experience by years by all, for all of the coaches and assistants, mm-hmm. except for the head coach. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even have an experience column for them. And offensive coordinator now. Yep, offensive coordinator as well. Parks Frazier. If you had a middle name, that'd be straight-up serial killer name. Their functional yeah. movement therapist and conditioning coach has more experience, and he's been one year. Look, I, I know I said this yesterday, but I'll say it again for <clears throat> for Fred. They're trying to tank for Victor Wimbayama. That's exactly <laughs> – that's the game plan. That's what they're doing. That's why you stick in two people with no experience. You know you take more L's. <sighs> it's a different sport, Vam. Is it? Like, he seems really talented. Seems like the tight end for you. <laughs> <laughs> He's so tall. Wasn't Gus Bradley a coach, too? Yes, Gus Bradley was a coach. Sure. Kevin Mawai. Mawai? Cato June. Well, Kevin Mawai. They're, they're players. Yeah, he was a player. All pro. 
But still, he's been there six years. Well, he has six years' experience. Well, Gus Bradley was with the Seahawks, and then he was with the Jaguars. Jaguars. Wasn't uh, he with your Chargers for like five minutes? Like, But it was like the five minutes that Antonio Cromartie was good? Yeah. You remember when he returned that kick 110 yards? That was crazy. That's like the that's, one highlight. That's as many kids he has, too. That's <laughs> nice. <laughs> hey, I don't know who this guy is, but the chief personnel executive, probably one of the, the guys making decisions, his name is Morocco Brown. Yeah? That is a cool name. They should have just hired him as a coach just for that. That is a Tarantino name. Yeah. Yeah. It's also the name of a law firm, but it's two last names. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> You got you got that number for Morocco Brown. Yeah, hey, I need some representation. Hey, things are getting rough out here in the streets. Yeah. Time to call Morocco Brown. <laughs> Their commercial is a late night, like infomercial style commercial. We'll answer on your first ring, Morocco <laughs> Brown. I'm into it. Polls are starting to come in. We're not really that show. But I'm a big election day guy. It's election guy. day. I love election I'll day. i tell you what is that show, the BS show. We're going to be all over this. <laughs> nice. Do you have, like, a go-to resource? <sighs> man, I don't know, man. It's changed. I'm an NPR guy. Yeah. I feel like NPR tells me the truth. Now I Now I look at a different view. I get a different view just for comedic purposes only now i don't it's not like anything serious yeah there is something to that because you want to be able to tell jokes yeah but like low-key when talking about like our government and the existence of this thing i don't know and i don't know in a way to where it's like can i make fun of the futures of us and our friends oh i can yeah it's not that hard oh yeah what else we gonna do what I really want, though, is like, this is going to sound cliche, like living in the sports world, is I just want every state to compete against every other state in a Hunger Games style battle. Sure. Mm. I feel like New Mexico would be in the mix. We'd mm-hmm. be top 10. Now, I'm thinking like like Olympic style, like yeah. decathlon, yeah. but also, and I'm not talking about the severity of Hunger Games. That was life or death. Yeah. But I'm talking like severe public ridicule for failure. Mm -hmm. Chastising. I'm I'm telling you, we'd be top 10. 11% of the vote in my girl Stacey Abrams. How's she doing? 80,000 vote lead with only 11% reporting. Well, and it depends where. Grain of salt. You know how like every state is. Yeah, I was going to tell you, if they are counting the east side of georgia the eastern portion of georgia yeah that, i can see that a lot but it, usually like, it's that west side of georgia when those start rolling in what's up with athens the yeah. ur, the, <laughs> the urban areas are always last well they vote on their own time yeah, yeah well, gotta, they, no because they don't take care of the urban areas and they make them wait in long lines and try to give up and it takes forever to count all the votes because they go later i think actually for georgia this year i don't know how we got on this but <laughs> It's kind of the complete opposite now because of what happened last time. Coming mm-hmm. out early. Yeah. Yeah, but also yeah. VPT time. I mean, voting people time. Yep. In Georgia. Go ahead, man. Wherever you want on that one. No, we're okay. 
Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Now, this one's a little off the beaten path, boys, but I wanted to go to it. So, Hartford basketball, okay? So, Hartford, the University of Hartford. The Whale? What is that? The Hawks? The Hartford Whalers? That's hockey. Ah. So, the Hartford Hawks have a basketball coach. Had, I guess is the proper word because he resigned yesterday. Mm Mm-hmm. John Gallagher, okay? Okay. Gotcha. He's on his way out. There's a bunch going on up there. Like, for instance, the university's like, we're done being D1. We want to go D3. We don't care about sports. This, that, up, down, and the other. Also, like, he's put Hartford in the NCAA tournament, like, relatively recently. And he's one of those, like, small D1 schools that loses his dudes all the time once they get good enough to be back up mm-hmm. at Power Fives. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, kind of the straw that broke the back here is – these teams are, I don't want to use the word forced, because I don't think forced is correct, but these teams choose to play in these like double secret scrimmages against other schools that don't count as games, but like somebody comes in and officiates, blah, blah, blah. They all kind of do it. They all right. kind of do it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Don't talk about it. Don't tweet about it. That's the life. So, they went to play in one. I'm not going to put anyone under the bus here at Dartmouth College. But they went to play in one, and Hartford wouldn't send a trainer. Yeah. Yeah. And he lost it. As he should. As he should. There should be a trainer at every game. There should be a trainer at every practice. There should be yeah. a trainer at every gym session. Anytime they hit a gym. Also, and this is hot garbage. Mm-hmm. They didn't even give him a P card. He didn't have a visa. They didn't even give him the university card to buy food for his players. Wait a minute. He couldn't, yes. he couldn't feed the student athletes that are representing the college. He just took them to the tournament in 2021, right? Yes, yes. correct. <laughs> this is garbage. And hey, his contract and, doesn't let him say anything to anyone. Go ahead. Hey, why are they They're going to drop down from D1 to D3? They're just going to skip all over D2 and go to D3 when they were just in the NCAA tournament? Mm-hmm. It makes no sense. No wonder he's pissed off. So he writes a Jerry Maguire-style exodus letter mm-hmm. where he's talking about like the sanctity of the game and the student-athletes and how he's already fired in practice, or in principle, I guess, first practice, because obviously all these like commitments and winning aspirations, all these things. He can't reach in his contract, blah, 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 up and down. I'm saying blah, blah, blah. I don't mean that, but you're getting the idea. Uh-huh. Boys, what is my job title at Mexico Holland University? Uh, director of Communications. Okay. I'm the Athletic Director of Communications. I have a P card. Sure. If we go on the road for a – I meant the game last night, New Mexico, or New Mexico State. If the bus gets a flat tire – do you know how easily I can just pay to have a flat tire fixed? You grab very, your P card. Very right. easily. Pull it out of your pocket. Yes. Mm-hmm. You cannot exist in a world where you cannot access your program's funds. I couldn't feed his players. Dog, if I had a P card and they didn't send me a trainer, you know what I would do? Pay someone on my P card. Mm-hmm. You know, and these players, I'm assuming, unless they come from wealth, most of these young student athletes are dirt poor. 
I remember how poor I was in college. Every It was awful. It was awful. Like, what does he do? He takes these kids to, like, the Alsips of Hartford or whatever. Hartford Alsips. And, like, says, hey, okay, give me 12 burritos because this is all I can afford. No, he buys six and splits them. <laughs> That's what he's doing. Do you guys have microwaves in here? Because we need to buy a 12-pack of ramen for these kids. <laughs> That's Has any parents I, – I was, I was looking yes. at this story. I saw yes. a parent went off about this, um, and, and still the, the – Someone got hurt. Yeah. Still, the college is making excuses. Still. Quote, first and foremost, the safety of our students is our top priority. The university confirmed Dartmouth College would have an, electri- an athletic trainer on site for the recent scrimmage. There, so yeah, so he's so, blaming his university. Our experts have determined yeah. that that was a lie. Mm-hmm. Well, even if it's not a lie, even if they did, what it is, it's just passing the buck. Because Gallagher's like, hey, Hartford let our dudes down. And Hartford's like, no, Dartmouth let your dudes down. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I already see the writing. Mm-hmm. I, get, I see you, Hartford. This is how you be. It's everyone else's fault, you narcissist. It's crazy to me. And obviously, the backstory behind this D one to D three thing is you're going to save like ten million a year. I get it. Ten million dollars is a lot of money. If you don't want to be known for Division one sports, get out. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to put the effort in, get out. Go play D three. Cool, man. That's a, that's a really good point. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. You know how you feel about Title nine. Like, don't just do it because you have to. Right. Do it because you want to. Mm. Like, celebrate student athletes the way they deserve. Give them effort and time and commitment and a bus that is as nice as the other buses. But Dartmouth, if you don't want to be in, say that. But don't do anyone dirty. Don't do the kids dirty. Literally did the kids dirty. Doing the kids dirty. Let them get hurt. Don't feed them. What's next? What is next? I don't know anything about the American East. Whatever. I don't know anything about it. It's obviously not the most competitive conference in the world. But you go out there and you compete in your conference? Good. Here's the part that's the part. $600,000. $600,000. That's all I made. He also turned down a $600,000 job from Oklahoma to be an assistant. Ooh. Yowza. That's the difference in the Ooh. game. Yowza. That's the difference in the game. And then after he turned it down to stay at Hartford as a head coach, they said, cool, we're going D3. <laughs> what? Knowing they didn't tell him that before. Knowing. Yeah. Oh, sorry, bro. No Oklahoma for you. Stay here and be the worst Mighty Ducks movie. <laughs> you know how ballsy that is? You can have that joke, Robert. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. How ballsy that is? You have a clause in your contract where you can't speak publicly. He takes the friggin' high road to do the right thing for these young student-athletes and resigns just so he could bring light to it. Hey, universities be weird. Universities are not like, hey, you know what I think we'll do? The best thing for the student athlete all the time. Can you imagine if that was just your mission statement? Make morally righteous decisions. That could just Mm. be your mission statement. Nah. Well, that's like saying every business is on the up and up. Yeah. Because that's a lot of these universities what they are. They're businesses. Yep. They got CFOs. 
we kind of got into this with the Michigan State thing. Yeah. Where, yeah, where it's like, like, do you lose humanity and who's a part of it? Do you lose the humanity of your coaches and your players and your support staff, the student body that celebrates the surrounding community, and then they, they just turn into general ledger lines? Mm-hmm. How long did it take Penn State to bounce back? They never will. 15 years, 20? You call them bounced back? Ish. We still bring them up as the example of who sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the program and student-athletes actually wanting to be there instead of just a mass exodus crumbling to the ground. I mean, they still got money behind them. Yeah. That's the thing. As long as you have that, just like any other business, you sure. will be successful. Well, You're not wrong. I don't know enough to, to be the guy to like break down the numbers because I haven't seen them, but I do know my like energy and opinion on it. And I'm going to tell you, like – with Penn State, at least, like university, like like Penn, is far more competitive now in sports than they had traditionally been, at least of recent. Yeah. That this is going to sound stupid. They have other options. Like Bryn Maher is out there. Bryn Maher puts up athletics. Like there's um there's a lot of options that aren't state, and I think maybe they've got more opportunity, more exposure. But I don't necessarily know if. It will ever be on that level. But I I do think it's on the come up. I think it is. Where's yeah. your boy Kenny Pickens from? Penn? Pitt. Nah, Pitts, Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pitt. Sorry, Pitt. not Penn. Yeah, Pitt. I mean, and, I mean, that all counts to me. You know, it's like – but also, Hartford's not that conversation. You know, Harvard's just one of – and by the way, there's lots of universities that are doing dirty, all these people. Yeah. So does it open that can of words? I don't know. I want it to. I want it to bad. I mean, it made it on our radar. We're in Albuquerque, New Mexico. We're covering this story. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's that significant. There's more to it. The letter you can't get yet because there's a lawsuit. I mean, it'll come out in a day or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Isn't Bucknell in Pennsylvania? Like, there's a lot of, like. I think all those colleges are in, like, cities walking yeah. distance. I, I didn't know Bucknell was a real school. I thought that was a joke school that we no. use. Temple's got good sports right now. Yeah, Lewisburg, Pennsylvania. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. But, that, I mean, that's not the point. The point is not like the failure of one is the success of others. Mm-hmm. Hopefully with this one, with, with Hartford, go Hawks, that it's the failure of this one is the example for others. Mm-hmm. Hey, also, the, like, and you, we talk about this culture. There's so, only so many head coaching jobs. Mm-hmm. Like, do you jeopardize that stuff? There is a bunch, but there's also only so many. That's right. Yeah. And that, that pool to get them, you know that's a conversation right now in the NFL with this Jeff Saturday thing. There's a whole bunch of dudes that are currently coaching in the XFL that are like, what? I'm sorry, who? I have a clause. I can leave. I can go. This is the one league I can leave the XFL for. What? Or just this, assistance at other, school, other, other schools, other uh, programs. This is, teams. This yeah. is November, right? It's not April 1st? No. Are we sure it's Jeff Saturday? Are you messing with me? <laughs> Ashton Kutcher, are you hiding behind me somewhere? Yeah, it's just I don't know, super weird to me. Super weird. We'll wrap up this hour whenever we get back. Final hour of the program. whole lot going on in the world of sports. It's been a very good day. I guess the Bezos-Jay-Z thing has more legs than we thought it did. Let's hit that Did hard. you see... Uh, KD entered the chat. 
Did you see that? Give me that whenever uh, we get back. Yes. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Channel. Okay, Robert. So you're saying one sport wasn't enough for KD to ruin. Not at all. And he's from D.C. I want to make sure we're very clear on this. He's yep. a lifelong Commanders fan. A what? what? Even though it's the first year of the Commanders. <laughs> Where's the lie? <laughs> <laughs> the Brooklyn Nets, KD, Kevin Durant, wants to become part of the ownership group for the Washington Guardians. What? Yeah. Why not? Do uh, you want the obvious reasons? Because it's going to turn into a dumpster fire and KD will find a way to ruin it? Is that why? Yes. Okay, that's a good reason. What value does he bring, Robert, to Jeff Be- Bezos or Jay-Z? Actually, as him being a minority partner, that could be a good look because he wouldn't have any real power. It's 2022. You could just say partner. You just say partner, Robert. Just say partner, What are you Robert? doing? Just say partner. <laughs> you make a thing about it? Whatever. <laughs> hey, how is KD going to screw this organization up more than Dan Snyder? There we go. Come on. Give me a break. How? Yes. If KD becomes part of the ownership group for the Washington Guardians, it's only running. They'll never pass. I mean, pass the buck on to his Twitter account. (laughs) That's what they should do. Let him run the commander's burner account. Yes. Just hire him on for that. Didn't he buy like a Philadelphia soccer team like 10 minutes ago? Did he? Yeah, he owns like a stake in a like a five percent stake in the Philadelphia Union. I don't know that. I know that to be true. I also think he's the sole owner of like a pickleball team. That is true. Yeah, I saw that one. His agent, who owns the league, sold him on it. Yes. Yeah, he got hustled. And he was what? I'm looking at it here. 5% in both. So, yeah, give him 5% of the commanders. That don't hurt. So, here's why you both are wrong. The only thing. 5% of the commanders is so much money. Mm-hmm. I think it's to be like $7 billion, $8 billion. To, What? The no. commander's value? Yeah. Total. Billion? Total. Billion. Yeah. Yes. No. They're at... what, were the, what were the Broncos? $6.5 billion? No, they're 4.4. I, maybe 6 is what they're worth. But it's probably five. Okay, Broncos. Five, seven. Broncos were 4.65. Yeah. So may, give me like, they're going to be in the five to five, two, five range. And also, I didn't mean to say no, like you're an idiot. I was just like, no, that's not like, they're not a seven, eight billion dollar franchise. And also hear me out. That's not a good investment, Kevin Durant. Like, why would you want a percent of Est- that? Estimated 5.6. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Buy instead, start your own thing. Put an NBA back in Seattle. Like, if you really want to be an owner, I don't think you super care about the sport. You own a pickleball team. Side note, second game they wore them. I'm really sold on the Commander's black-on-black kits. Right, I, I think up. they're very strong. Mm, I didn't see With that. the numbers on the side. And I like the two lines on each side of the name, the horizontal lines. Way better than side the – Side note. Yeah, way better than the black ones they wore earlier this season. Correct. They look like – Army's JV team. They churched them up a little bit. They're quite nice now. They look like... No, they're stupid. No, they're very strong. They look like the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
They look nothing like the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm looking right now. It's Pittsburgh Steelers. Wrong. You're wrong. You need to do, you need to do a little white balance on your camera here. This is just black and yellow. <laughs> yeah, I'm not about this. That's how lazy this team is. Do what everyone else does. Just suck. Kevin Durant. Kind of been doing that, though. They're kind of excellent at it. It's sucking? Yes. Yeah. I have a a question, though, because we kind of talked about this the other day. With Bezos and Jay-Z, they already do business with the NFL. How would that work? You could just say Jay-Zos from now on. Yeah, Jay-Zos. Thank you. Yeah. Jay-Zos. No. I was going to say Bay-Z, but that's already taken. (laughs) It's already taken. Who's Bay-Z? What's that? Beyonce. Beyonce and and Jay-Z. Yeah. That's why you don't take the obvious Bay-Z. Jesus. I want to double apply it. You want to one and two. A and B. I want to confuse. One and two. <laughs> but how does that work? Because they both do business with the NFL. We, Amazon, Thursday nights, Jay-Z, whatever they signed him for, halftime, consultant, whatever. I think Bezos can buy it with his own money, not Amazon corporate or whatever. Wouldn't that still be like a conflict of interest? Well, to be fair. Mm, to be fair. Never. Robert, to be fair. Hey, Robert, say it. Never. Say to be fair. Robert, say to be fair. Hey, jo- I would, join us. Robert, t- come on. Hey. Two things I'll never do at once is the scissor handshake and say to be fair. Well, to be fair is great. You could, you're, you're right about the scissoring. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are not being very kind to me. One at a time. <laughs> How much of Amazon does Jeff Bezos currently own anymore? Doesn't he just own the Washington Post? Like, I, like, what does he really own anymore? Owns billions of dollars. Dog, I know he owns Google. I know he owns Uber. I know he owns Airbnb. I know he owns Blue Origin. Like, I know all these things. And if you start eliminating every company that Jeff Bezos kind of owns. We'll be here all night. Yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're going to just say, cool. They're going to just say, this is fine. They're showing here. He owns a little bit less than 10%. Okay, so that's still like blank check money. Yeah, bigger than blank check money. Mm-hmm. That's he owns the company that writes the checks that are blank. <laughs> you know, hey, you know, like growing up, how you always had that friend, and you were like, name a company, be like, oh yeah, like, like my uncle owns that. Good it, Lord. yeah, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, that that's literally Jeff Bezos. Mm-hmm. We're like, hey, you're drinking orange juice. And they're like, oh, where are those oranges from? They're like, Brazil. Like, oh, cool. My uncle owns oranges in Brazil. You're like, what? That's that's hyper-specific. While he has taken a big financial hit the past couple years, he can buy You're the saying, commanders yeah. and wow. still have over $100 billion left. Dog, you said he took a big financial hit. It's just divorce. <laughs> like, he, like, none of his investments are bad. He got divorced. Divorced. And his ex-wife is only giving it away. And that's sweet. Super sweet. And super sweet. He could buy the Commanders and still have over $100 billion. Whenever we get back, the Midwest is wrapped up ra- wrapped up wrappings. He's wrapped up voting, and we'll give you the early leaders in the world of uh, political well, talk. Let's, let's, let's wrap this up real quick. Oh, okay. We're at the break. But yeah. I don't think you should allow someone to buy a football team when it doesn't affect their financial status whatsoever and they don't have to care about the team whatsoever he could buy the commanders get busy and forget he owns the commanders robert here's why van is wrong because 
Jim Irsay's primary income is the Colts, and they're terrible. Well, at True. least he cares. That's <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, you're doing awful. I know you feel bad about it. Just, but go, I'm very passionate. Yeah, go ahead and pick up the pace. I don't, I don't feel good about sucking, though. Two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Caldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. Play on Team I-9. Start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. We, at least on Thursday, boys, we're going to the 6-6 Diner. Have a little lunchy boy. Hang out. What are you going to get? Cotton candy ice cream milkshake? Is that what you said? Wrong place. Eh, I think you could probably still do it there. And the weekend is for New Mexico's Vodka. Teller Vodka. You know that. And finally... Every Monday, we're over at Howie's Sports Page. It's 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports team. I mean, Robert Gibson's here, too. Present. All right, so I was at the basketball game last night. Had a lot of fun. Watched the Mexico Cowboys take a tough L on the road in an exhibition play against the Aggies. And you guys sent me in the group text, because that's how we do production for this program. Mm-hmm. The Alvin Kamara footage did you guys go over this on the program yesterday no we nope. saved it for today all right there was way too much actual on the field nfl to talk about yesterday there was a lot yesterday we saved the juicy stuff for today take a break from uh, election results and talk about uh some battery the texas is reporting better work real real high real early so just heads up they just report his hometown first i think that's <laughs> Kamara has been sued for over 10 mil. Is that the number you guys saw? Yep. All right, so the video Ugh. is very bad, unless yeah. you guys are going to use a different describer. So I'm going to I'm gonna try to use my work. All right, let's all do our own edition. Do you guys all have it up, or is yep. it just me? No, I have it. All right, Van, you pull it up while I'm going over. So <clears throat> it's TMZ because they, they pay to get stuff. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. they get everything. They, they're the best. So Kamara... Just loses it. Cannot come up with a better phrasing. Cannot come with a better explanation. And then no one is for real trying to stop him. At all. And he has the, like, steals one when the dude's not looking. Mm -hmm. Dude goes down. I don't don't know. I don't want to use the victim's name in this thing. But this is disgusting. It's quite graphic. Yeah. And, you know, this happened very similarly to Ray Rice a couple of years ago where everyone knew about it. There was a punishment given, and then the video came out, and it got a lot worse. But as you guys sent this to me yesterday, you know who's all over the commercial break, intros and outros for the football game last night on Monday Night Football? Mm. You know who's being celebrated by ESPN? Well, I'm Kamara on everything. I'm a little confused by this one, boys. In my opinion, the NFL wanted to wait for the court case. Okay. But now that the video came out before the court case, they're going to be forced to do something. They, nah, man, this is crazy because they know the footage is out there. This is Vegas. Mm -hmm. They've been through this before. Why not get ahead of it and act like at least, not saying that they care because they don't, we know that, but act like it at least. The guy's face. Did you see his face? The of what the aftermath was. Of that? I did. Ooh, I did see it. Um, it looks like um, 
Like car accident stuff. Yes. It looks like skiing accident stuff. It it looks like Hollywood did it. Yeah. It's so bad it looks like it's scripted. The transgression, are you guys ready for this? Allegedly tried to get on the elevator at the same time as Kamara and his boys. Mm-hmm. That's it. How dare he? That happens a lot. What? It does. What are you going on about? Because, okay, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Okay. This happens a lot. Been in a lot of places where people have their crew and they're who they are, and they think people are trying to, like, fit in with them or be groupies or whatever. Nah. And he tried to get on the elevator. I don't know if – I'm not saying he was trying to be that way. I'm maybe thinking Kamara was thinking that way, but – I don't think so because of the beatdown that they gave. I mean, I get that Kamara's got some money, but he doesn't have private Derek Jeter elevator. Like, he, this is just an elevator to a casino, right? Yeah. Yep. It's like public. Could, could yep. me, Van, or you have fallen victim to this exact same thing, not knowing that the elevator is off limits to us? No, nah, I wouldn't have got on it anyway. What time of night was this? I, I've known. I've seen these things go bad, but not that bad. You, you know my mantra. You know I like to go out. You know I like to party. You know I like to have a good time. Sure. But my mantra has always been nothing good happens after midnight. I don't, I don't hang out after midnight. Nothing good happens after midnight. This is when all of this kind of stuff happens. Midnight, 2 in the morning, 4 in the morning in, in the case of Las Vegas. Alvin Kamara is saying he started it. What? Yeah. Also, there's a weird- I wanted to push the elevator button. Oh, They was trying to get the victim, whose name I'm not using. Yeah. Has said in the lawsuit he did nothing, simply minding his own business, trying to get on the elevator, and he was jumped. Oof. I don't know. Pathetic. But hear me out. Let's say you are instigating a thing. Let's say you're trying to be any sort of trouble. You're not getting into an enclosed elevator. No. Not that, that, that's you're going to get the same result. Also, this, I'm again, blind accusations I'm throwing out here. Mm-hmm. Is it a thing where it's, hey, this good, like, it's, it's like the egging. Like, the, the posse is like, hey, let's create a situation that's mm-hmm. not really a situation. Mm-hmm. And then you, have, you feel like you have to rise to the occasion. Also, like, I, oh gosh, we're about to sound so lame. The little crew of people we roll around town with, the three of us, other weird, TV and radio people, this energy doesn't exist. It doesn't happen. Robert, do you have any groups where this energy just exists? Used to. Till what? Grew up. Till I grew up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're, you're talking to someone who was in the Marine Corps from 17 to 21. And they just what? They just want to fight strangers all the time? Yes. Why? There is a lot of military guys, especially in the Marine Corps, they just want to fight. There's, there's alcohol involved, um, but we're not wasn't millionaires, didn't have a team right. investing in us, didn't have a league that we represented whenever we went out to, you know, in public, even though we people would say, oh, you represent America, but that's different. This is uh, – I just don't understand how he's saying it was the victim's fault and he's the one who started it when the guy's by himself. Anybody with common sense can count. Yeah. Let me take <laughs> let me take on a professional athlete yeah. and his whole entourage. Well, and 
I mean, am I this guy right now too to say like, look at this dude, look at the victim's face. Let's just look at his face. Yeah. Is the at this time of night in this situation, he's probably too inebriated. Yeah. He's probably too whatever to number one recognize the situation and maybe he should have waited for the next elevator. And then number two to protect his face. Right. Well, you can't when you have Sparta three hundred coming down on it. Yeah. Good point. And I don't care what profession you are. And you were talking about the Marines for a second. And that thank you for your service, like, kind of, what's the best way I can say this about a friend of the show getting mad? Uh, who Entitlement. Cares? Who cares? To where it's, <laughs> hey, I don't have a problem getting in a situation where I'm going to ruin my well-being, my life. You see it all the time. Man. You do, though, right? Yeah. There's somebody walking up to Alvin Kamara and being like, hey, thank you for your fantasy points. Like, he's like, okay, that's got to be the same thing. You know, let's walk around this casino like I'd, I'm here at the Pro Bowl, right? Sure. Better then. Are you in the Pro Bowl victim? Pro Bowl of something, hopefully. And there's someone listening right now who's like, who day? And he's like, yeah, yeah. what do these fools know? Mm-hmm. Tell me what I know is what TMZ Sports gave me, and they know. Videos don't lie. I'm sorry. No. I don't. There's nothing. You Even though the video we watched didn't have any audio. That's against it, the law. It, 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 there's nothing that that guy could have said to have earned that beat down. We'll never know, but I want to know how many people yelled "World Star" while it was happening. More than what's the over under one and a half? I bet the guys in the video room that was watching it was yelling it. There's somebody watching it live. Yeah, the security. How old's Camara? Upper twenties. Yeah. That is old enough to know. Twenty-seven. Yeah, that would have been my guess. That's old enough to know that one moment of weakness, one horrible decision can ruin your whole career and the rest of your life. And you know everyone at the Pro Bowl had that talk. They gave them that talk. Yes. Especially what happened to the Raiders players. They're in Vegas. They got that talk. You know what's interesting, too, about it is the way the NFL can so easily, like – Handle the narrative. Manipulate the narrative. Yeah. Because you Google news, Alvin Kamara, right now, you should get that TMZ story, number one. You should. But you don't. You get results that are like, one-handed juggling catch on the sideline. Bounce back week for 41. You get – because they're such a powerful entity. Their new future (laughs) owner of the Washington Guardians owns a large percent of Google. Right. Mm. Like, you're going to end up in a weird – and they're more set now than they were with Ray Rice. Way more set. Yeah. Because right now the number one return is player prop bets, Alvin Kamara. God, that's right. Mm-hmm. And the NFL knew this would come. The NFL knew since Ray Rice. Hey, also, do you want to have this talk? Since OJ. That they have to get out in front and say, oh, we got the narrative, though. Hey, we can't change what happened. We can change how you see it. There's a. I went to his Twitter. Check this out. He has a pinned tweet. He has an Alvin Kamara. All right. He says, if you partake in things that suckers do, you a sucker too. Oh. Oh. What is that? Oh, my God. What is he doing? What is that? Is that a Quentin Tarantino line? Did he not think this video was going to come out ever? Because he pinned this tweet October 19th, 2021. 
which is a year ago, you got to take that down, Alvin. Well, he can't because he didn't pay the $8, so he doesn't have, blue, <laughs> doesn't have a blue check mark. Can't, this guy. can't unpin tweets. You can't have that at the top of your Twitter. The answer to, <laughs> the answer to these allegations, and let me be very clear, the answer to these allegations are never to be lines from Shaft, yeah. Alvin. Is that what Please. it is? Is I'm that pretty, really I'm, what it is? No, I'm assuming. No. I'm just assuming. My first thought was Tarantino. <laughs> no. I was like, I was like, when did, when did Quentin write that? That's brilliant. Let's take one. Where we get back? More. What are we doing? NFL boys? Let's get it. I'm in. NFL talk when we get back. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. All right, we're back on the program. Election results are rolling in. Nothing will be settled by the tonight, but I mean, that's fine. Sure. Some will. I, I shouldn't have said nothing. Okay. Here's more Brett Favre stuff. The gift that keeps on giving. So there are these two companies, whatever their names are, I don't care, who Brett Favre has been like pro. So he's like touted these companies, okay? He's uh, one of the biggest investors. One of the, There you go. Mm-hmm. And they are caught up in a massive welfare fraud case because they overstated their connections to the NFL and exaggerated the effectiveness of their drugs all in an effort to raise money. Boys, the story of Brett Favre is not what he's doing wrong. It's will he ever do anything right again? This is tied into all the previous stuff. Yeah. Because Brett Favre did 9-11? Not that previous. Oh, okay. Slightly more recent. I I don't know. Do we know that for sure? (laughs) Keep pulling the string. See how far this thing goes. Finish your thought. Well, no. I mean, they originally started pulling the string on this issue because the NFL did their due diligence on these products because they were desperate for good public opinion on this CTE and concussion thing that they also invested and they also did some research in these companies come to find out these products don't work. One was literally a cream that you rub on yourself to protect from concussions. And then another one was a nasal spray to thwart the effects of concussions. Who told you to use the bomb, Jerry, Jerry, the bomb. Wait, Kramer? Uh, forget that line. Robert, tell me about Seinfeld. That's not that was me telling you right there. <laughs> My mic wasn't muted. And he had an interesting story, right? Because to you, Van, who were fooled by the Green Bay Packers forever, currently are still being fooled by the Green Bay Packers. I think only now in your adult years are recognizing that they're kind of a joke organization. <sighs> you know, when I was younger back in the Brett Favre days, yeah. it was all about the on the field stuff. Gunslinger. And yeah. now Fun yeah. to watch. He's a Everybody big kid loves out him. There. Yeah, he's, he's just a, a kid playing yeah. a kid's game, yeah. right? But as it turns out, he is a, a pile of garbage, opioid addicted, the worst. And then lied but, about it. At least Aaron yeah. Rodgers is doing good drugs. Mm. <laughs> he's expanding his consciousness, man. He a liar too. Brett and, Favre just like got high on opiates and pulled his dong out. They're all no. Well, that's not just it though. No, yeah. no. Like if you remember, and, like and then. It gets worse. Well, it was worse before then, too, though. Because even like that redemption story of overcoming opioid addiction and goodwill, and all that, that's all a lie that the Packers made up. Didn't he cheat on his like cancer-ridden pregnant yes. wife? Yes, he did. Like, he's 
always been the worst. Not great. He had never met Jen Sturger. He had never one time met her. <laughs> Put that into perspective. That's crazy. And the Green Bay Packers, which I think has become more apparent now than ever, are as creepy and weird as Penn State. Hmm. They're an accomplice to this thing. Now, come on. What? That's hyperbole. It's but not. I, get, I get where you're going with it. And it's and don't blame the whole Packers organization because the Packers organization didn't have anything to do with any of Brett Favre's antics except for being compliant in his addiction to painkillers. Well, I think that that plays an important part because in his brain, I've been getting away with it. Yeah. So what's the problem now? Alvin Kamara. You can even tell, just reading this story about him and the welfare funds and how he knew, they got pictures of the text messages where he's saying, if you were to pay me, is there any way media can find out where it came from and how much? He knows. This is the reason why he's not talking about it. He knows. And that's just been his whole professional career and post-professional career. And everybody's been covering up for him, and that's why he thinks it's okay. Yeah, I mean, there's the yes-men mentality, right? You're never told you're wrong. I mean, this is... Depends on how good you are on the field. This is just the white hillbilly Kanye right here. Like, no one has called out Kanye and his friend circle and his group to tell him how big of an idiot he is. And big, Brett, Brett Favre's the same way. Here's the but, big in, but instead of Chicago, it's friggin' backwood Mississippi. Here's the big difference with Kanye. He's the richest person. So they don't want to hurt their own pockets by messing up the source of their money. Brett Favre, that's not the case for him. Yeah, It's people that he's under that pays him that that he works for and that they are getting paid off of his performance. Because he's selling the Brett Fraud brand. There you go. And that was created in Green Bay, trickled down to where he is now, Mm -hmm. and that's what it is, especially in Mississippi. Oh. Notice what would have happened if he would have stayed in Atlanta. It would be worse because he'd still be in the South. Dion would have said him right. Being enabled even more. <laughs> Dion would have said Could you imagine how hard Brett Favre and Jerry Glanville would have went back oh, in the day? Oh, it would have been a full-blown fight on yeah. the sidelines. Also, for some reason, he would have got a tryout with the Braves to be a pitcher. They'd be like, what is going on here, Brett? <laughs> yeah, he's the worst. And anyone who says, like, you're just a bunch of haters, you're the worst. If your one redeemable quality is your professional Ackerman, you're not a good human being. Kanye West, Kyrie Irving, Brett Favre, Alex Jones. Like, miss me. So, Brett Favre, now hear me out, Brett Favre might be the worst out of all of them. Agreed. Because with the Kyrie stuff... Yeah, I agree. This is just being a victim of misinformation, mm-hmm. right? He just, he got duped. He's an idiot. Brett Favre, this is all by choice. Yeah. It's this annoying. is all calculated. Yeah. He was correctly informed about all of this stuff and decided to be a pile of garbage. And he's the only one who profited off of it compared to the others. Stole from people. That's an interesting one too, right? Because it's, are you doing it because you're an idiot? Are you doing it because you're the worst? Obviously, there's an element of both, but it's mostly because he's the worst. He's the worst. Yeah. 
Before we get back, a little bit of NBA talk. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Did the NBA PA ever appeal the Kyrie suspension? That's a good question. I don't believe so. <clears throat> I didn't see any of it. And I don't think um, they have the ability to because it's from the team, not the league. Ah, that's a that's a good one. Oh, yeah. That's true. Okay. I don't know enough about it. I don't like the way they have this little outline of what he has to do to, to get off of his suspension. You have it in front of you? That makes no sense. I can pull it up. I also have it right here. All right, give it to me. From at Shams Charania on Twitter. Don't know who that person is. But six things Kyrie has to do to get back with the team. The five-game suspension wasn't only a five-game suspension. It's five games if he does all this. Right. Number one, apologize and condemn the movie. In. Which he kind of already does. Yeah, he already did that one. Kind of already did it. He didn't really condemn the movie and said it was not true, but close enough. 500,000 donation to anti-hate causes. Kind of already did that, too. They said they didn't want it. Yeah, the... The Anti-Defamation League said they didn't want it, but it can go somewhere else. Sensitivity training and anti-Semitic training. Will do no good. He's so stuck in his ways, right? Yeah, he's he don't care. It. He's already said it. Meet with the Anti-Defamation League and Jewish leaders. See number four. Sure. The middle three are kind of all the same, right? Yeah. He could do that in a day if he wanted to. And then finally meet with Joe Psy to demonstrate understanding. So the owner's got to be convinced that everything he did was legitimate. This is stupid. <sighs> I, I, oh, man. I don't agree with what he did, but this is even dumber to me. This makes no sense. I'm kind of with you on this one. While he should do these things, because, I mean, he obviously showed his ignorance on the history of Israel and the Jewish people, et cetera, et cetera. He does need a little education. But all of this is, like, so forced. What, yeah, to I was going to say, what will that do for him? Nothing. It's like putting a kid in a detention. Like This is all what for is show. This? What is the kid really going to learn in detention? This is all for show. He's just going to put his head down, wait for the clock to go over, just like Kyrie did. Kyrie would in a sensitivity training or anti-Semitic training or meeting with Jewish leaders, just staring at the clock on the wall till it's over. I think a week ago I was, he'll never play for the Nets again. Am I currently like, oh, he'll be back next week? Yeah, he'll, he'll be back next week. Definitely. Might be sooner than that. Because he wants to get paid. And the Nets want to no, win. He don't. He, he don't, don't care. He don't care. He don't care about that. I really don't think he cares about no. that because of his history. You know what he does want is a lot of people on Twitter to like his status. I think he's that. He thinks he's this generation's Kareem. And the actual Kareem thinks he's an idiot. 
Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think you're, I think you're adjacent. I think you're very adjacent. He wants to be seen as some know-it-all revolutionary who has all the answers because he has a smartphone. And he can Google stuff and get the wrong answers to. You tell, you tell me a decade ago that we have these devices in our pocket with access to all the information in the history of the world, it will make us a uniquely better people. The problem is you also have access to all of the misinformation in the history of the world at the palm of your at the tip of your finger. I think there's something to be said too about he doesn't want to learn from peers or experts. Like he wants to be able to in his opinion educate those. Yes. And his knowledge base is not an expertise in anything. If he wanted to only teach others about jump shots, cool. Mm-hmm. I will subscribe that's to that what lesson. Qualified yeah. for. Yeah. And and to mm-hmm. me, I think that's where that imbalance is that you're talking about to where it's does he necessarily have to know everything in the world? I don't think so. But does he have to have a persona where he can't be taught by others? And I don't know what that mental <laughs> block is, but I think that's how I see it. I think Kyrie has gone overboard with the I don't want to be viewed as just another black athlete that toes the line. He went too far with it. Now it's just gotten weird. And then you add on to what Van said, you have the social media, and it makes it that much more worse. I understand what he was trying to do at the beginning, but now it's just way left field. I I appreciate alternate opinions. Yeah. I appreciate different. I appreciate quirky but I don't appreciate hate speech. Mm-hmm. I don't appreciate mm-hmm. misinformation mm-hmm. while there's a pandemic. You know how many kids look up to him? Because too, too many. There's, I can't even put a legitimate guess how many kids across the country, across the world, he's their favorite player, and they're going to lap up everything he says. And he tells kids that the earth is flat. He went to Duke. He went to Duke. And there's kids out there like, I think I should do my own research. That's like a different one too, though, because they're not, they're not seeing Kyrie and having that mindset. That they, mindset yes. is being given to them, and then they're yes. identifying that Kyrie is of similar ilk. Yes, I believe that. Because kids, if we're going to be real, and when I say kids, I mean from uh, high school down, all they care about is this crossover. They care about Uncle Drew, the, that character. All this other stuff, they don't know or they don't care about it now, right now. Mm-hmm. I, see, I think you're projecting a little bit, Robert. You're, mm-hmm. you're being reasonable. You're looking, at this, you're looking at this as a reasonable person, mm-hmm. which you are. But all these young, impressionable minds, who do, their brain isn't even done growing yet. Their skull isn't even hardened yet. And they're seeing all of this insanity that he spews and even if they don't believe it word for word that mindset of i know more than experts that affects i think young minds yeah i think you're right but i think there's like an inclusion aspect to it too that we might not be hitting on which is this where it's say if you're a young impressionable mind and you have a a parent at home uh, for the sake of this example i'm gonna say father or stepfather or whatever and they're like hey 
crazy stuff mm-hmm. is cool to talk about and cool to believe in. And then say you're young, impressionable mind who likes basketball. You're like, great. I can now draw from this thing that I already like, Kyrie Irving, and then use it to connect with father or stepfather or whatever. And and they use it as like a as like a tool of inclusion. Um, to me, and I'm trying to think of like an example without poking a joke here at this uh, Fortnite thing again, but I know like when I used to run the Boys and Girls Club, and I would interact with hundreds of kids every day. They would try to use the examples of what they know in regular life, mm-hmm. which is video games, yeah. and incorporate it into like applicable settings in today's life. And I think that's what I see here a lot with the youth that do fall on where it's, hey, I like the NBA. My stepdad supports I like the NBA. My stepdad also supports election fraud. Therefore, <laughs> let me combine all these worlds together. Yeah. Right. That's an oversimplistic idea. Sure. But if he goes away, who is that NBA guy? He ain't really there. No. Nope. Wrap the program up whenever we get back. Look, just, just to wrap up this. Yeah. This young and impressionable mind thing. Not only are you not informed yet, you're not educated yet. You don't have the ability to process misinformation yet. Oh, I agree. Oh, yeah. You don't. You don't know. Oh, we got how we got think. grown. We got grown folks. <laughs> yeah, and they're not setting the example. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You don't know that this is incorrect because you don't know how to process this information yet, and it's dangerous. Yeah. I don't know what a red tsunami is. Uh oh, are we seeing one oh right now? Gosh. Sounds dangerous. Sounds dangerous. That's not a tsunami. Not a su- lot of tsunamis <laughs> go well. Two men on ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten. D sports animal. All right, we're back on the program. During the break, what we do is we talk politics. Right now, the House is leaning. All right, let me see what I got right now. So we got East East Coast and the Central. So right now, in the Senate race, Dems are out ahead. Okay. So they're leading by one in the Senate race. And this, obviously, we're shooting for majority here. So either go red or blue one way. In the House, the GOP is out 40 to 21 in front. And it's not close. Mm. So let's see what happens in Texas and out west. And then here's where it gets real interesting is the gubernatorial races around the country. Ours is not reporting yet. It will be. Gubernatorial. So... East Coast is all but blue. That's fine, right? Duh. It looks like New Hampshire and Vermont are going to play that other game. Mm-hmm. But here's where it gets neat, boys. Everything that's kind of like forecasting West might end up blue as well. So it's currently 14 to 9 GOP yeah. out in front. But the Dems are going to look to make an overnight comeback. And we'll see what happens there. I mean, well, this, gotta, this country te- pe- uh, bl- treats politics like sports anyways. So, yeah, I mean, this is definitely sports adjacent. It, hey, it's got numbers. You got winners. You got losers. Yeah, okay? see? But you got to put that 14 and 9 in perspective. GOP lost two of those governor seats and the, the Democrats nine that they gained two seats already. That is true. Yeah. With a lot of votes. A lot of, lot of votes lot. still out there. A lot of votes. And interest. H- hardly anybody is... Over 50% reporting. Yeah. But 
I mean, early indicators. The one that's the one is the Senate. That's the one you super need to worry about. And as of right now, the Democratic Party, which needs really Pennsylvania, and Fetterman, by the way, is blowing out Oz right now. As he should. As he should. Like, honestly, I'm very neutral in these matters. I'm okay. very objective in these matters. In Philadelphia politics, in Pennsylvania politics. But s- s- screw Dr. Oz. He's a weird dude, man. That he did, that he is so <laughs> weird. He is a snake oil salesman, and he moved to another state to try to win an election. You're a loser. I think there's jokes. Run in- him out of your state. I think there's jokes in that. I agree with you. Sure. But that's like saying that like Ron Ketty doesn't belong in New Mexico. I don't agree. With- I- Ron Ketty's New Mexican. Yes. I'm into that. I would never say that. But we know Mark Ronchetti. Right. But people have tried to say that. Yeah. Like, no, he's here. I mean, he, he li- his family is here. He lives here. Yeah. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. loves his state and loves his family. Yeah. Do we have drastically different opinions on some things? Yes. Sure. Ask me if I have drastically different opinions on things that MLG has opinions on. Yes. There's some. For sure. You got drastically different opinions on everything. That's not true. I just do whatever Robert says. Which Robert? Um, <laughs> no, Gibson. <laughs> so I mean, it's going to be a heck of a night, election results wise. And then tomorrow will be nice because when we do the show, we'll get about fourteen more minutes of airtime because there won't be so many political ads. Yeah, thank so you. So that'll be good. Sweet for another two years. Robert, you excited about that? <laughs> hey, they were kind of aggressive. Oh, there's so like- many. This one, I have to take the headphones off of. I'm the like, one, man, with the, hey, the one—it's like a horror story. The, <laughs> the recorded voicemail one. Yeah, yeah that yeah, one. I hate that yeah, one. I'm like, whoa. I don't listen at all. How do you get your narrative? Not from that. I actually check out their policies. I need. I'm I a, need all that stuff though. Policies over people. I don't care about the people. Mine's not the story; it's the source. Like if you're if you are of a energy where you're going to put that thing out, I'm like, oh. That's bad. You're not good. You're bad. Yeah. Looks like John Fetterman's got five mics in the source right now. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? Don't worry about it. That's for me and Robert. Yeah. His <laughs> <laughs> five mics also Allentown, Philadelphia, and Pittsburgh because he's got those. Yeah. It's something Nelly never achieved. Ooh. He has no clue. Is, it, is that because there were five people in the St. Yeah. Lunatics? No. <laughs> were there? I thought it was like the Midwest Wu Tang. I thought it was way more, way than more that. than five. Yeah, I mean like features though. Like oh, you Kwan, mean st- you mean still alive? Kwan, Murphy yeah. Lee. That's kind of really it. This is city spot, I guess. <laughs> Nelly. Final words, boys. Too much for the time allotted, my friend. But anything we didn't cover, make sure you check out tomorrow morning on the opening drive with Jeff, JJ, and A. Marie. You got the BS show tonight? Yeah, I got the BS show tonight. Check it out, RobertBuckDGibson.com. Live election updates. You, yes. Love that. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.